in baseball, boys. Yes. I don't know about you, but I really, 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 really miss baseball. I'm Jones. I'm Jones for some baseball. So, uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Stop and Chat. With uh, We're talking baseball today. I've got two new guys looking right at me, staring into my soul right now. Uh, we have my brother-in-law, Eric Vasiloff. Hey, guys. Say hi to the kids. And then uh, we have Travis Jones with us also. Who is Eric's cousin? Is that oh hey I see Elizabeth? That's right, Eric's cousin. Good to yeah. be here. And Elizabeth walking in behind Eric with the baby. She totally just stole your spotlight too, man. Yeah, I she, saw the baby. Okay. I'm like, huh? That's all right. Look at her. You came oh, in right when they were, you came in right when they're introducing Travis. So nobody cares about Travis now. What is my niece wearing? Oh no, the appropriate thing—a Cardinals jersey. It's beautiful. All right, so. For the for the folks out there, I'm talking. I'm an Astros fan who's talking to two Cardinals fans. Yes. So old and Central uh, Division rivals. Yes, old rivalries die hard, <laughs> die very very hard. So I'm going to start with Eric, and then we'll go to Travis. Just give us a quick rundown on who you are mm-hmm. and how we met, and uh, don't say anything bad about uh, my sister. So no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, say all things bad. All and bad uh, yeah. So Eric. Uh, <laughs> How do we know each other? What's what's your story? We are brothers in the long mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so uh, my name's Eric, another Eric. So we've been calling me mm-hmm. cousin Eric and uh, brother Eric to make sure that we don't get each other mixed up. But um, anyway, so I work for the Houston Texans in the video department. Pretty cool job. Um, try not to mess up too much. And first time I met Eric, brother Eric, we were uh, playing games at his house uh, Elizabeth brought me down to introduce him, and the thing that I remember about that very vividly was kind of in the middle of the game, Eric busted out a uh, a little background check for me to fill out, and was kind of half kidding, kind of oh, half serious. Yeah, yeah. I little, forgot about that. A little intimidating, but but no, but see, all right. So let's clarify that though. That that really is my wife that did that. That's oh, Rebecca's doing because I had to fill one out. Uh, no, 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 no. I had to fill one out for her parents, so nice. well, she did feel the need to, she, she, she to have filtered you do it that. down to me. Well, it, it had an impression on me, but uh, yeah, so absolutely. We we got past that. I think we get along pretty well now. Obviously, you passed. Yeah, so. yeah. We've been married for a while yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you even came and over with in- a crawfish boil. Yeah, so yeah. Like, so y'all live in Houston. Um, yeah, I'll just have my. My little niece. I'm not going to call her your baby. She's mine. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was, and I, just for people out there, I've been a dad for almost 13 years, and I've never been an uncle. So this is exciting. This is exciting times for me. And I've never been a dad, and I've gotten no sleep the last month. So you know how that's how it works. It's awesome, though. We're loving it. <laughs> that's, yeah. Every minute. Yeah. Hey, tre- treasure those moments, man. Amen. Because pretty soon she'll be able to move and destroy your home. Yes, right now she's so, uh, not mobile, so we can at least keep track of her. So that's nice. Yeah, you can keep her in one spot right now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we'll move on to Travis. What's your story? T-Rav. Morning, yeah. T-Rav. Travis Jones. Uh, I am Eric's cousin. Uh, and so I guess, I don't know what that makes me and brother Eric, but we're brothers. related somehow. We're going to say brothers. brothers. We're just going to say brothers. Yeah. There you go. That works. Go. And, and quite honestly, Eric's more like other. my brother than yeah. we do. We do. I've sat on his couch in a in a princess tiara. So yes, 
you know, we are we are closely intertwined at this point. <laughs> yes, my daughter has my daughter is seven now seven. Lydia, she has a pretty she had a pretty big crush on old Travis. Yeah. I have to say, <laughs> I was looking at him with the old side eye, like, hmm, I don't know about this. He was no, gonna, she has uh, she, get a background check. <laughs> she she is a good judge of character, though. I will say that. So if you pass her test, you're in. So that's good. Um, and where do you good. live, Travis? You're you're from St. Louis, is that right? I am from St. Louis. Yeah, I uh, I don't have the cool job name drop like Eric does, just casually slipping in that he works for the NFL and the Houston Texans. I know, right? Isn't crazy? Um, although <laughs> I, I'm an actuary by trade, so I'm a numbers guy. But that's part of my love for sports, right? Love digging into the numbers, mm. getting into all the statistics, things like that. So awesome! Yeah, I love stats too. It's, it's one of those things like I can't remember where I put my keys. Right now, but I can remember Jeff Bagwell's batting average in 1994. Right. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like numbers stick in the brain. And, um, you know, so I totally get that. So, well, that's cool. So obviously your favorite team is the Cardinals, too. Um, it you're is. Wearing te- you're wearing a Texans hat, for those that are listening. But are they your favorite NFL team? So they are now. That's a tricky um, subject. I, I, was a, I was a Rams. Oh. It is. It's, oh. You've really you've touched a nerve here. I know it's a baseball podcast, I'm so sorry. I'll try not to get too far into the weeds. But yeah, when oh, no. when Stan Kroenke and his <laughs> goons took the the Rams out of St. Louis <laughs> oh, um, and moved them to L. A. Yeah. Eric uh, was kind enough to to get a job in the NFL and give me a new team to root for. And That's so why he, he did that. He me up with lots of swag. I got you. Back. I got exactly. it. Now. It was really, it was for me. It had nothing to do with his career. No, 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 no. It's all for you, man. I, I get it. Okay, I totally get it now. It was like, why would a St. Louis guy want? To, oh wait, they have no team anymore. Um, okay, Ooh, shots fired. I mean, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> no, it's awful. But I will say that I am now. Kind of, because we don't have a hockey team here, except for the Mudbugs, who are a minor league team. Uh, I'm kind of a Blues fan because, blues. Of the, uh, because of the glorious yeah, hey. song. That the only oh. reason is because they play that song, and I think that's the coolest thing that I've ever heard. It was awesome. And how, how people get so amped up for that song. I'm yeah, like, you, you mentioned it, and I got goosebumps. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what sports <laughs> does to you. Exactly. And, boy, are we missing sports right now. Oh, so, so, um, so we've talked about – so. We talked about our favorite teams. Um, y'all like the Cardinals. I like the Astros. Any other teams like that you follow, maybe, or that you, uh, Eric, that you maybe like? And then Travis. Yeah, I've always, for whatever reason, really kind of been drawn to the Dodgers. I don't really know why exactly. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I've been to a game at Dodger Stadium, but uh, when growing up, I just I don't know if it was the blue or if, you know it's yeah. the history. I like I like the history of baseball, and obviously the Dodgers have a long, great history, so. Um, always oh, absolutely for them as long as they weren't playing the Cardinals. Um, right, we have owned nice. them in the playoffs. You know, You've, yeah, y'all dominated so them. It's worked out well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If if it was the other way, I probably wouldn't. You know, be such a Dodger. Oh yeah. Supporter. If they were like absolutely. beating us like the like the Giants did through the two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Oh gosh, the Giants in the two thousands. Anyway, yeah. so uh, who, who do you like? Uh, who else do you like? I'm yeah, you know, for the Astros here, man. 
I, I listen. I, as far as the the American League goes, I, I'm an Astros fan. I wouldn't say I follow them too terribly closely, but you know, the Killer Bees killed us, and so that it still hurts Ooh, a little yeah. bit um, as a Cardinals fan. The easy answer would be the Royals since they share a state. But honestly, Eric can attest to this. We went out there and no offense to any listeners we have in Kansas City, but probably the rudest and like just worst sporting experience I've ever had. Really? Um, yeah, not a Royals fan. Wow. that's I follow the, uh, the, the Orioles. They used to be the St. Louis oh, Browns. Right. And <laughs> so just kind of keep, keep track of them. Unfortunately, they're just awful. Well, they're a bit what are you going to do? You could probably get in their stadium for about twelve dollars, you know, for That's being right. so bad. You know, um, <laughs> it's funny, and I'll talk about it later. But I've always wanted to go to Camden Yards. I've always—that's one stadium I always wanted to go to. It just intrigues me. It's yeah. so cool looking. Um, but I guess I've always uh, there's two teams that I followed besides the Astros. Uh, one of them was the Chicago White Sox, and the really the only reason was I love the Big Hurt. Uh, Frank Thomas is one of my favorite players Big of all time. Hurt. And him, I mean, him and Bagwell were always like, I mean, they were in different leagues, but, you know, they were always kind of neck and neck. And then, you know, they're, you know, it's big first baseman guys. And then um, for some reason, I like the San Diego Padres, uh, Trevor Hoffman, Tony Gwynn. I just, I followed a lot of those guys from San Diego. And uh, again, we'll hit it later. I've always wanted to go to their stadium. Yes. Yeah. So cool looking in San Diego there. So, um, but I guess now I like the Cardinals. There it is. We were hoping for that one. That's fair. I mean, uh-huh. I'm going to say in the, yeah, I think in the 2010s, I started to like them. So I feel like the 20s, the 2020s, I'll, I'll, I'll follow them more and but more than I have in the past. Nice. Uh, I do want to see if Astros Cardinals World Series. That would be amazing. That would be that would be you know we that could have happened this year. I was feeling like that was a possibility for a while. Yeah, it was yeah. it was kind of like okay, this could happen, but you know. And then we met the Nationals, but that's another touchy subject. Well, hey, that's Travis. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. is. It's touchy to Bryce Harper too, but that's a, for different reasons. <laughs> zing, um, zing, because he listens. Yeah. to this podcast, up, Bryce? he does. Hey, Bryce. Um, you know, I put in the notes here that. I like to go like with favorite and least favorite players. I said choose one for each position. I was reaching a little bit, but if you do have one for each position, that's great. But um, we'll start with Travis this time. If you would just like, I, I want to hear like, and I don't, I don't mean to steer you, but I want to hear like childhood, like hero types, and then guys you follow now, like who who you like now too. So any any guys stand out to you like that? Yeah, no, I mean, look, growing up in the 90s, that's when I was really forming my my fandom. And so, obviously, Mark McGuire was, like, just riveting to me. I I could not look away from a single at bat that he had. I watched when he broke Maris' home run record live. I called Eric freaking out, um, (laughs) cousin Eric freaking out, like, couldn't believe it. And that was back when I had to, like, go and grab our little – log of telephone numbers and find the, the area code for mountain home, Arkansas and figure out what was going on. Eight seven zero. Um, so that, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, you know, and I, I try not to be a homer. I mean, I could sit here and give you the Pujols, the Molina, yeah. Scott Roll, and Ozzie Smith, all of them guys. Those, those are, are obvious those choices are for of, us as Cardinals fans. It's okay to say because those are hall of fame guys. Those are, you know, those are legendary baseball players. So I, 
you know, completely being a homer in that in that sense because those are the Cardinals have had some amazing players. I mean, there's others though. Like if you get outside of the Cardinals, I was a, a Griffey fan. Oh, loved yeah. watching him. Probably one of the sweetest swings there ever was. On the opposite of that, Vladimir Guerrero, like the polar opposite oh, in terms of swing. Ugly I mean, hits. hitting home runs, balls on the dirt. Yeah. But it was it was must see TV. I, I couldn't look away. And <laughs> you know, Randy Johnson, the big unit. It was impossible oh, wow, for anybody to hit off of him. So those are those are some for me. I mean, I don't want to take everybody's everybody's yeah, list. You took here. all mine, thanks. You said, yeah, looks <laughs> like right. related. <laughs> no, I, you know, you say McGuire, and I, I remember there was not a person that I knew in 1998 that that was not watching every yeah. freaking pitch that that guy saw. And uh, I remember the exact uh, his 61st or his his 62nd homer, right? That he broke the record. It was the line drive right. shot to the corner left field. And I thought it was foul. I was like, oh, you know, he fouled. And then everybody's freaking out. And then he misses first and has to go back. And then that whole thing. And it was like the shortest home run of the whole year. Exactly. It was like, it was just a line drive to. I mean, he cleared the fence by like two feet right under the Conica Minolta strikeout sign. Yeah. I mean, it was, um, yeah, it was not the most majestic shot he hit. But, but, I mean, of course, it shows you his freaking power. I mean, he just, you know. Anybody else that would have been maybe a double, maybe you know, maybe probably a base hit, but um, but yeah, just that year brought back baseball. I think absolutely and Sosa, of course, and uh, just that because before that, you know, I mean, you had the strike and you had all that, and people weren't watching, and then finally, you got two heroes, and McGuire's one of them. Just um, and I just I another I just thought of this too. I just thought of what show. Did Mark McGuire make a cameo on? I can't quite remember. He made it. He made a cameo in 1998 on a on a on a sitcom. I want to say it was Friends, but I'm not sure. He played somebody's boyfriend. I don't know. I don't. don't I don't remember. remember okay. I don't remember I don't Friends. It could be. I would have researched that if I just if I hadn't just thought of it. Like, <laughs> the, but I just it popped in my head. Like, oh wait, he was on a sitcom. But they were the biggest guys ever in. In that year, that was, so, was that was such a great thing to watch, and it was cool too because you know they're in the they're in the same division, so they're playing each other all yes. the time. I mean, I mean, I, oh yeah, it's just insane. Because I know Travis and I went to several games, and there were there were many games where McGuire would hit two, and Sosa would hit one, and it would be half mm-hmm. Cardinal fans, Cub fans, and it would just be bedlam the whole time. It was like you were at a college. Oh yeah, it was just crazy. Like people were so watch- and excited, you could see why it saved baseball. Yeah, I, I I am so jealous of y'all that y'all got to see that because you know I only watched it on TV and you could feel the end. I mean, it was electric atmosphere. Yeah, and was, especially was. for baseball, which generally, unless you're in the playoffs, later ending of the playoff game, it doesn't have that kind of energy. But yeah, they were. It was that stadium was just buzzing. Each you know they were at Wrigley or if they were at Bush, it was just buzzing. Um, Eric, who's, who's some guys that you follow that obviously the Cardinals guys? Yeah, um, and, and I'll try to be like Travis and not give you all Cardinals. <laughs> Before we go to that, I th- it looks like it may be uh, Mad About You is what McGuire oh, was on. Okay. It appears okay. he was naked with Power a of the internet over himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, yeah, that, well, hey, that – there you go. I, I knew I, I knew we should recreate that photo. We could, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if we would, we would look as good, but you know. No. Well, judging by this web web thing, no. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so my players, unfortunately, I'm gonna try not to like say everything and 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 basically say everything that Travis says, but obviously. Ozzy Smith, grown up, huge for oh, me. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when he retired in '96. I saw him like the day, the game before he retired, and they were already like putting out magazines and stuff. And, and I still have the magazine, of, like the last series of his regular season wow. career. Mm-hmm. So that was huge. I never, never got to see him do the the backflip, but he was too old by the time I was going to games. <laughs> My dad told me about that from the '80s and stuff. And of course, you know, you oh, yeah. see it on YouTube and stuff. So. I think Ozzy's probably the main Mount Rushmore guy for me. And then Pujols would, would be oh, the other yeah. main guy. Uh, it was just, I remember my dad and I were at a game, and we both followed baseball really close, but we're at a game, and this guy hits a home run. We're like, damn, he's pretty good. Hits another home run. We're like, who is this guy? Do some research. You know, he had just gotten called up. I think we, we probably yeah. went late April we went to a game, and he's already got like 10 home runs and <laughs> 25 oh, RBIs, and we're like, wow, this guy might be pretty good. And then he ended up being Albert Pujols. So. He's Albert Pujols now, yeah. so good Pretty. grief. That's awesome. And then Griffey I've seen it. is my oh, guy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, Griffey, Griffey with, you know, the, if you say Griffey hitting a home run with that sweet swing and Stuart Scott calling it on SportsCenter, that's like <laughs> the perfect thing. I love it. It's just I still can think – I can still hear him, you know. Well, I can, I can, uh, I can remember the uh, – I loved the home run derbies with him in it, with the oh, backwards yeah. hat, backwards hat. And you know, the shimmy and the shake, and the shimmy oh, and the yeah, oh yeah, just and then he was just just the best natural left handed swing probably great. of all time, uh, unbelievable. Well, yeah. Travis used to have the shimmy when we'd play wiffle ball. Yeah, he didn't quite oh, have yeah. the swing, but he had the, <laughs> the, the pre pitch shimmy down. It was pretty shimmy? good. Yeah, hey, that's that's good enough, man. <laughs> that gives you enough swag to get the ball out of there. That's right. But uh. <laughs> Well, obviously, uh, I'm an Astros fan. I'm going to name some players that are outside the Astros organization. So not all the killer bees. Uh, not all the killer bees, yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, actually, I was going to say Randy Johnson, like Travis mentioned. Good one. I love that guy. Of course, he played half a season in 98 for the Astros. He played, I think, I want to say like 15 games, and he went 13-0. and 0 with I like a one point. I didn't remember that. Yeah, he – they – got him uh the trade deadline in july 98 and um we're trying for the you know i think that was the i think that was the second and that was the second central division title in three years they were trying for because it was 97 98 99 i think that the astros won i think it was three years in a row if i'm not mistaken mistaken but that was the reason they got him you know for that to just kind of go and he just was Absolutely dominant. I, I couldn't believe it. But anyway, he was one guy I followed. Uh, I love Tony Gwynn. Oh, yeah. was uh, one of my favorites. Um, I like closers for some reason. So, and he is an Astros guy. Billy Wagner's probably in my Mount Rushmore of, yeah. of players. Um, that guy was incredibly dominant, and he was so quiet about it. Like, I don't think there's a lot of people that, like, when you say, hey, name a dominant closer – They'll go to Trevor Hoffman or you know uh, uh, somebody like that, but then they'll they won't name Wagner. It's like, wow, you know, he's yeah, like he's one of the there. best ever. Yeah, he's he's yeah. way up there. I mean, he's way. Yeah, he's, I don't know what he is in saves, but he's like top five, I think. I think like yeah, that. I would think maybe even top three. Maybe yeah. Is, is it is it like Mariano and then yeah, and then, yeah, you got uh, Rivera and all those guys. So. I don't know. I, I I love that guy. And then so of course the killer bees. You got Biggio. 
um, who you know was has the record for being hit by pitch. Of course, everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> um, of the modern record, I should say. And then uh, you had Lance Berkman, who also played for the Cardinals. Uh, I remember watching Lance Berkman in 1999 when Shreveport still had a Double uh, A club for the Giants. Oh, nice! And so. They were the captains, and um, Berkman was coming up through Round Rock at the time, which was the double-A club for, uh, for the Astros. And so they came to Shreveport, and my dad said, hey, let's go because this guy Lance Berkman's playing, and he's supposed to be awesome. And we went and saw him, and he just looked like a man amongst boys. I mean, he was just – I mean, I, the sound – I can remember the sound of his bat was yeah. just different. It just sounded different. It's, it's, and it was one of those things you're like, good grief, man, this is. guy's – so, you know, he turned out to be him. Yeah, and um, he ended up being pretty good at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, begrudgingly, um, Pujols. Yeah. I think he's probably Mount Rushmore material for me. He's unreal, I, I hate man. to say it because every time he came up against the Astros, my heart sank. Yeah. It was like grief. <laughs> and everybody remembers the Brad, Brad Lidge's career. Lidge's career. Brad Lidge's slider was never the same. <laughs> never the same. That was an unhittable slider. No one could hit it. It was a 91-mile-an-hour slider that broke from your chest to your feet. And, I mean, Pujols just knocked it out like it was a wiffle ball. It's oh, just crazy. Dang. Out of the stadium. And, yeah. you know, it's funny, like, the two different complete opposite uh, perspectives here because you yeah. guys had already won the game and we were in big trouble, you know, because Brad Lidge is on the mound, game's over. I even yeah, and we were up three. I think we were three to one or three to two. I can't remember. We were going to go back to St. Louis if yeah, we yeah. lost, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you know, you you win that game, I think it's over, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be that was going to be it. It just felt over. It's yeah. like, well, we don't even have a chance. Who cares who's up? You know. And then he hits uh, it out, and it was like. I remember calling Travis, like jumping up and down, screaming and lo- losing my mind. It was like the craziest <laughs> thing. I, I can still remember that. And I'm sure yeah. well, even the Astros, yeah. right? Couldn't believe how far he hit that ball. Was, was it Andy Pettit was sitting in the dugout that he just went, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and they like yeah, yeah. on his face. They just saw him. Were, oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Well, th- there's a story that they were flying to, uh, I guess, to St. Louis to uh, to play the last two games of that series. And uh, the pilot came up and said, uh, hey, if you look to your left, you'll see Albert Pujols' uh, home run ball still traveling. <laughs> Ouch. And, uh, yeah, so somebody, you know, somebody paid him to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but, I mean, honestly, yeah, Lidge was never the same. No, he Lidge was, was a dominant closer for three or four years there. Yeah. And like you said, it felt like the game was over once he got in. But that, it, it was that one hit. Yeah, until yeah. then. I mean, he shut shut everybody down. But, um, yeah, oh, gosh, so, and, I also remember batting practice. I love going to batting practice when I go to live games. And Pujols was one of those guys that could just – it just jumped off his bat. I loved watching him. Um, a guy that I've seen recently that may match him, maybe even looks a little bit faster off his bat, is uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah. Aaron Judge is a monster. He and smoke it. He was hitting the ball I've never seen hit in Minute Maid Park. Uh, to the places he was hitting them. I was like, how in the world are you doing that? Yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah, so – but we're going to get to my favorite player, who's Jeff Bagwell. Um, I may or may not have teared up when they retired his jersey. We were at that game <laughs> where they did that. That's cool. Nice. I'm not going to say I, I, I may have choked a little bit. I didn't Maybe. cry. You probably just got something in your eye, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. I was just like, mm, I was just breathing heavy. Right, right, right. right. And, um, <laughs> but we, yeah, we were we were at the game where they you know retired his jersey and uh, and we saw you know saw so many games with him um, that I mean you know he's just I don't know what it was I, I just being an Astros fan a lot of people like their favorite player was Craig Biggio but I just loved Bagwell I just thought you know of course he's the power hitter he's the yeah. you know the big guy he has the funny stance that stance man that. like he's sitting on I a mean, stool yeah. I know. And he I remember that, kill us, man. Whew. Yeah, he was a he was a cardinal killer. He could uh <laughs> like he I remember he hit three home runs uh in the Astrodome against y'all. Uh I think it was in ninety eight or ninety seven and we were at the game and he, he hit three home runs uh against the Cardinals and I don't remember who was pitching, but um but yeah, it was it was that dude was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. And it sucks it sucks. I think he I think his career was cut short by about five years because of that shoulder, Yeah, you know, that, that arthritic shoulder, he was hitting on one arm for the last two years, you know, and still hit but, him um, out when he was doing it, still hit him out. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. They, um, I don't know if you ever remember the, uh, the 1999, uh, home run derby, but the sound guys had was, such a that problem. With that. that was Fenway park, yeah, which yeah. is where back bagels from Boston. Right. He, he, you know that was what that's voted as the number two worst trade of all time was for Larry Anderson for Jeff Bagwell uh, behind Ruth for whatever they got. Um, but yeah, they he was holding his bat and he no one ever knew this until they had sound on him that he would like wrench his hands on the bat like he would like like just sit there and grind his hands. Yeah, and it's like and like every time he brought it up because it was right right next to the mic. They were like, what is that sound? And it, then it would show his hands. And it's just like, oh, he's grinding down on his bat. What is no, he doing? You know, ooh, to that point, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So it was like, good grief, man. That was like but, an uh, all timer as far as Homer and Derby's. I don't know. McGuire was in that one. Probably. Oh, Griffey, man, yeah. You know, yeah, the Griffey, bottle. yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. That's, that was uh, awesome. Gosh. I guess I see that. Those, for, those heavy hitters, man. Um, and then I guess. Uh, who would be my favorite Astro pitcher? Ooh, I'm actually going to go, and it's a recent one, but I'm going to say uh, JV, Justin, Verl- Justin Verlander. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I love Roy Oswalt. Uh, of course, Nolan Ryan, but I was a little too young for him. Uh, I apparently saw a game with him. My dad tells me that, but it was like in 1986, so I was five years old. I don't <laughs> – I believe him, but I'm just like, I don't remember. Yeah, don't, yeah I don't remember it. Um, I've got some of those, too. But, uh, yeah, but I think Royo was probably up there, and uh, yeah, Verlander. He's uh, exciting to watch. He's he's electric still. It's, it's, he's kind of amazing. Like he's, I say old. He's like my age, but he's throwing ninety nine on the corners yeah. and just like it's nothing. Leading the league like, and win. He landed Kate Upton. Yeah, he that's landed Kate Upton. Win. Could you could you imagine twenty seventeen for that guy? <laughs> win the World Series. <laughs> I mean, you marry Kate Upton. What more? I would just be like, hey, like, bye, baseball. See y'all later. I'm yep, like, go ahead and retire. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm on top of the world right now, boys. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's um, I mean, my, I mean, gosh, you can you can list. I can list a thousand players right now. Who, yeah, we could. Yeah, who, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we could we could go all day with that. Um, I uh, I do remember one thing about, and y'all mentioned y'all both mentioned Ozzy uh, Ozzy Smith. Probably the best defensive shortstop of his generation, I would say. Yeah, I um, agree. I, I remember watching – I was at a baseball camp, 
and they showed videos and stuff. Um, and one of them was Ozzie Smith uh, fielding grounders at short and throwing them the first. And he was talking about the technique and all that stuff. But as he was talking to the camera, which was off to his right, he was like no looking the throws to first <laughs> and just and like, just, just <laughs> rocketing the ball to first like like it was and he wasn't looking he was just boom I mean and the first baseman was just like pop you know it yeah. would just hit his head and make that sound you're like yeah oh my gosh what is he doing it's like he's throwing it from the like shallow left and just hitting it every time it was amazing oh, I, he was. I couldn't was. And, and those plays that he were making. Back then was on AstroTurf most of his career. You know, so the ball yeah. was going yeah. a lot faster than that. in a parking lot. Yeah, he's putting oh, yeah. in a parking lot because that AstroTurf was pretty hard. You know, and he's making these crazy plays up the middle that, I mean, he mm-hmm. easily get to probably if he was playing on grass today, I would think. Oh, absolutely. It's a yeah. game, you know. He used to – I remember um, he would do this sometimes, but I remember Ken Caminiti was the was the best at this. Ken Caminiti being the third baseman for the Astros for a while. Another favorite of mine. Uh, RIP, he d- died tragically. But um, he had a cannon for an arm, but sometimes like he would never backhand and throw off balance. He would always plant, and he would throw the ball to, I guess, hit the AstroTurf and bounce true to the first baseman. Yeah. Like, because unless he did that, he would just sail the ball because his arm was so strong. And so, yeah, he would just he would drive it into the AstroTurf, and it would just bounce right into Bagwell's glove. See, and, that was baseball. I mean, like, yeah. Whitey Ball yeah. of the 80s, we're, like, we're like, you know, sacrificing, and we're hitting runs, and we don't have any oh, DH. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, NL baseball in the 80s. I miss that. Small I ball, mean, small ball. Honestly, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess the, the American League is okay. Yeah. I don't like the DH. I yeah, just don't like it. You're an NL guy growing up, you know, and yeah, old butt. And I was like, better get used to it. Yeah, I think we're going to so, be having it here pretty soon. Unfortunately, I know, right? I heard well, some feelings. I was so mad during that that whole thing because I was like, because the NL Central had six teams now, and the Brewers were in the NL Central, and they used to be in the AL. And I was like, send them back to the American League, and we will stay. We will stay in the yeah. National League. Well, yeah, the, I'm thanks, Bud Selig. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, good grief, man. So yeah, he can he can kiss it, but yeah. um, but anyway, so. <laughs> Switching gears, I like to – one of my favorite things as a kid was – like my favorite presence was – and it, it wasn't just baseball. It was football and, and basketball and stuff was jerseys and uniforms. Like I was obsessed with like the way you looked. If you – like when I played baseball, like as a kid, I was always so excited when I got my uniform with my number and if I had my name on it, you know. I was always so excited about that. Um I want to know y'all's favorite and least favorite uniforms in the league. It doesn't have to be just one. It could be, you can name a couple or whatever, like uh, what just, what stands out to you really good and what stands out to you really bad. And you could, uh, we'll start with Travis this time. Well, so, I mean, I think right now the uniforms are all okay, but I can remember some old uniforms that were just awful. Like when we, when I saw the kind of the talking points, I was thinking about some of the uniforms that jumped out at me. Those purple and teal Arizona Diamondbacks oh. jerseys from the nineties. Oh, oh they were just so bad. It, it hurt guys, my feelings that guys, they had to I go love, on the field. I love those. I love. Them. I would. I would. I would wear one. 
it's so funny how people think of things different. I That's love hilarious. It. Like, when they won the World Series against the Yankees in 01, dude, I would wear one of those hats. Like, that's so funny. I, would I, you I, really? Yeah, I did not know that about you. Oh, yeah, the, snake the snake is the D if they, They're oh my so gosh. much better than they are now. You have to admit, they did not improve with, like, their snake Ugh. skin they have on them now and stuff. Yeah, the ones now aren't great. They had some all right ones with the dark, the the black with the red, but I, no, I, there's no way That's you could pay me to wear those ugly things. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the only thing worse than that were the the brown, like the baby poop brown jerseys that the Padres wore for a little while. Oh yeah. Oh, they were so awful with I think, yellow. I think they're yellow, back in yeah. them. I think they're back in them this year. Are they, they back they, in them this year? Yeah, they have a. Uh, I don't know if it's a throwback, but it, it may just be a regular like, like jersey. I don't know. Yeah, I don't uh, yeah. Know. It's it's the and then they had the horrible hats too, which was like, <laughs> like their other uniforms were like dark blue and and white. They looked great. I was like, what, yeah, why can't yeah. we go with that instead of the yeah? Oh man, I love it. Of course, you can't beat the. Um, the old rainbow Astros jerseys, but you know, not the grass. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> well, Eric, what, what do you what do you like? What's what's your, some of your favorites? Uh, so the one, like, if I'm going to go with the most hated first, for me, it's the Marlins now, the Miami Marlins. It's like uh-huh. it's like they're like a double oh, yeah. A team out of Scranton. It's really not good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's, it's, it's like. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. The colors are bad. It's it just looks kind of tacky. And it's funny because yeah. I don't know if it's just because I was coming into baseball in the 90s, but I loved the Florida uniforms back then, like when they won their World Series. Yeah. The black and the teal. Yeah. yeah. They, sometimes they'd wear a black hat with the – it had the F with the fish, and then sometimes mm-hmm. they'd wear the teal hat, or they'd wear the teal hat with, like, the the black brim. Those had, those were great. And they yeah. kind of lost their way. They, they changed for a while there, and then now they've changed again, and I think they've actually I, unbelievably gotten worse. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to believe. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's probably mine. And then I would say another one that I'm not a big fan of would be the Nationals W. It just looks like you're going to Walgreens, you know, every time. That's, <laughs> that's true. It's like, oh yeah. One on every corner. And, and, and of course they're really good now. So that's all you see is the W and I just always think yep. Walgreens. <laughs> like, excuse me, sir. Do you yeah. know where the ibuprofen is? Yeah. It's <laughs> like. It's like wearing a red shirt at Target. Like, don't do it because people are going to ask you for help. That's exactly that's happened to me before. So. Yeah, uh, me too. Favorites? I mean, I don't have to say the Cardinals powder blues. That's that's my favorite, you know. And I'm glad they brought that one back. Um, and and the Giants. I think the Giants are great. I think the home Giants uniform oh, yeah. is one of the best in all of sports. I just really like it. And can we talk about? You, you mentioned the Cardinals powder blues, which I love too. Can we talk about how classic the Cardinals Sunday cap was? And what a crime it was that they got rid of it. Yeah, it was perfect. The dark blue with the red bill. It, yeah. it was. There's. They perfect. got rid of that. It, they they wear it like every fifth Sunday if it's raining. It's oh. it's just and absurd it's how like little a, they it's wear. It's gonna be like a Tuesday. Like it's crazy. Yeah. They they've changed it. And another thing, not to rant on the Cardinals too much, but the thing that really <laughs> only one of the you know what I'm gonna say already, but one of the things that makes me so mad. Dude. Is the road uniforms? They've taken away the the navy blue hats. Like, what are we doing? They they've changed them to red. And it's, there's few things that I've ever absolutely despised the Cardinals for doing. 
and it really kind of hurts my feelings. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. It, well, they just watch it your whole life and then they just mess with it. And it's ugly. Like with the, cause you know, I mean the, the birds and the bat with the gray uniforms, nice, but with the red, it just looks like they're just, they, they're not even trying. It's, it's bad. But like with the Navy blues, it was like, yeah, see, this is, this is us on the road. And it's almost, I don't know. It's a whole different deal now. Like they'll wear the blues if they're playing like a team that wears a red hat, like the reds or something like that. But yeah. otherwise they don't wear them now. And, uh, and it just, it's, it's just grinds my gears. It really <laughs> grinds your gears. Doesn't it? <laughs> it really gets your goat, <laughs> man. Well, that's, I mean, I, I'm going to dog on the Astros. Uh, honestly, yeah. um, I love their uniforms now. I, I like well them now. I don't want them to change every five years like they've been doing the last 25 years. Of like they, It seems like it's almost like changing the body style of a car. It's like every five years they change the whole look. Yeah, rebranding. Yeah, it's like they went from the rainbow to that blue and dark, that dark blue and gold, which I kind of liked, actually. I thought it was kind of cool looking. Yeah, that was good. Um, that was nice before um, the red and all that. Yeah, yeah. I hated the red. I hated the script Astros. Um, I couldn't stand the pinstripe uniforms that they had. I did like those. Maybe I'm just a pinstripe and guy. I liked those. I didn't, I like, didn't like them. I didn't like them. I was like, oh, we're not the Yankees, guys. Like, this is just stop, you know. But I didn't. I also didn't like the weird brick red uh, jerseys that we would wear sometimes. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Um, and they had 45 different hats. Yeah. And then, but then they changed to the one now. The the and which I like, it's, it's still like it. It's a pretty classic look with the orange and blue, but it's a lot. I guess a lot better executed now. Yeah, they did, so they did a good job actually, of that. It's actually still not one of my favorites, though. This is which is weird, but like as far as just aesthetically pleasing jerseys and and uniforms, it's uh, you know middle of the road to to good. Um, so if you had like, if you had your choice, you'd go back to like the gold and the navy blue, like from the nineties. I, I would have. I wouldn't have minded that. Yeah. Like I would have liked to keep maybe modernize it a little bit, you know, but I love that color scheme. Yeah, that was that good. was awesome. Um, and the, you know, the kind of the, the sharp star, you know, it's kind of, kind of looked like it was going fast, you know, it was yeah. like, yeah, this is the Astros, man. So, um, but I think some that I, that I'm also disgusted with a little bit is, uh, I don't, I've never liked the, the Rockies. Honestly, it's so weird. I don't, it's not that they're horrible, but again, they have the pinstripes, which I'm not a fan of pinstripes unless it's the Yankees. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other teams that have pulled it off okay, but I don't like, I don't also am not partial to the two piece, like the undershirt and then like the little sleeveless thing. Yeah, yeah. I've never liked that. Like Arizona, I, like Travis was talking about. Right. Yeah. But I really mm-hmm. hate it with the Rockies. I just, it, for some reason, it just bothers me. I don't know. It's, it's one of those, it's like, it just irritates me. Um, I, uh, I've never liked the, um, the pirates. I just like, what are you doing? I don't understand yeah. anything that they're doing. They're better now again. Like, but back in the day with the, like the square hat and the stripes. See, and I thought the pillbox hats were great. Pillbox. Ah, I, ah. Like you look like a train conductor. Stop it. <laughs> you know? We are family, baby. Roberto yeah. Clemente. Oh yeah. Heck yeah, man. Look, I love Roberto, but that hat's ridiculous, buddy. <laughs> um, but some that stand out that are good. I love, I love the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, that, uh, that, old English D. Boom. Yes, that old English D with the Sick. just the white, the crisp white with the blue. I love that. I, 
if I, um, I mean, if I was following a team just for the uniform, it'd be them. Um, I like the the Dodgers. Some of their their class because they're they're staking. Uh, sticking to the classics. Yeah. Um, I think the Dodgers might have one of the best looking hats out there yeah. with the, just the LA and the blue, you know, little white very pie. simple. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then I kind of, uh, in a weird way, and it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a curveball for me, but I kind of like the Tampa, uh, the Tampa Bay uniform, the Tampa Rays. I just, it's kind of got that beachy sort of like chill vibe. I don't know. It's like the colors, yeah, it's got like I, the I don't sunshine know. on it too, and yeah, it's got like the little. And I honest, honest to God, don't really know what their main colors are. I think there's they blue. No, they don't know. There's blue and gray. I think <laughs> some green, but I like it. Yeah, I like dark the way green it looks. somewhere. Yeah, there's some maybe some pink. I don't know. You guys, um, I know you guys will make fun of me, but like I loved the old Devil Ray uniforms from the '90s with like the giant, the giant. No, no I thought they were the good. Chest. Yeah, they were like yeah, absolutely. Those. Yeah, those are those are great, man. Um. Oh, I like the uh, the old Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, uh, Joe Carter, that's Joe a, Carter era. That's a great one. That that's a good a one. one. That is. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. I if I had my my choice, I would have a jersey from every team with my name on it. I think that it's like that's one of those bucket list things. Just every and just have I don't know. I pick a number, whatever. But I was um, gonna ask what your number have, would be. I don't know. Uh, I like number nine because I'm a big Ted Williams fan. Nice, that's a good answer. Um, but and that's the that's the number I tried to wear as a kid a lot. And number five, of course. Duh. Um, oh yeah, my dream was see. This is my dream. And when we were playing outside, this is what would happen: would be okay. Biggio's batting leadoff, right? He's number he's number seven. Bagwell's number five. I would be number nine, so it would be like five, seven, nine. It would be like the odd number count up, right? I would I like complete it. the trifecta. I like where your head's at. That's nice. So yeah, yeah. So I, I would back clean up behind Bagwell, of course, because I was a power hitter too. Right. You know, of course, you know, with me and my cousins, you know, it was awesome. I always saw myself leading off. I just, you know, kind yeah. of knock Ozzy or Willie McGee out of the way, and I'll take the leadoff spot. You know. Sure. You guys can hit later, lower in the lower in the order. <laughs> I can see that. My cousin Brad was the leadoff guy. Ah. He, he would, uh, and he, you know, he'd lead off, steal a base, you'd knock him in. Yeah, classic baseball. Nice. When we were playing wiffle ball, I think Travis was always Chipper Jones, just because his name was Jones, and he wasn't Jones, always be a Cardinal because yeah. the older kids were all Cardinals. So we kind of that's right. Kind of picked on Travis a little, so he was a brave. Hey, that's all right. Maybe a skosh. <laughs> a lot of uh, wiffle balls full of rocks and duct tape to the face. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. wow, they got serious, huh? Well, yeah. He hit his mom one time with a wiffle ball, though, accidentally. <laughs> that was a disaster. <laughs> accidentally, quote, unquote, quote. He blamed See, me. and now that was her reaction, too. And I was sitting there just mortified that I had done it, number one. <laughs> and then it was fight or flight. Because she was so angry thinking that I had done it on purpose. And I can remember, and Eric probably does too, I just looked at her and go, if I could have done that on purpose, I'd be in the major leagues. It's true. <laughs> and I was like, well. It, it was great. That's awesome. I love that that's what came to your head. That sounds like such a, honest to God, that would be a Luke. I would Luke say, would do that. that does sound like a Luke response to Rebecca. That's a Luke response. If I could have done that, I would be a major league. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember um, my mom and I were playing catch, and this is when we lived in Shreveport before we moved uh, away. And so I guess I was 10 maybe, and we were 
very smartly playing in front of her car. And she was just throwing the ball back and forth to me uh, because I actually think she was playing a softball game later and she wanted to catch and warm up or whatever. And so I went out there with her and she was throwing to me and I was standing in front of the car. I'm sorry, reverse that. She was standing in front of the car. I was throwing to her. Well, I threw it like right at her. You know, it was a perfect throw, but she missed it, and it busts right through the back of the windshield oh, of the car. Dang. And so I was like, I didn't know how, where my responsibility was there. Like, I didn't <laughs> know how much of this I was going to catch. Like, uh, so I just stood there frozen, and my mom looks, and she goes, well, I guess we're done. And then just <laughs> kind of walks in the house, and I was I like. You were saying that in that tone, too. <laughs> well, I guess we're done. I was like, so I just slowly walked into yeah. the house and nothing. I mean, no, no, no problems. Yeah, we've all yeah, had yeah. That, that walk of shame. The walk of shame, but she, I was totally in the clear there. So nice. I was like, whew. Nice. Sweat. I sweated that one for yeah. a little bit. Oh, gosh. And then, of course, Mark called her Chisholm and was making fun of her. Yeah, that so, happens a lot, though. That's like a daily thing. So He's like, I know Eric. He threw it fine. He's, you know, blah, blah, blah. He, th- he threw it perfectly. <laughs> he knew I had an arm, but uh, anyway. Um, so between the two, so I guess I'll ask Travis this question first, and then I'll ask Eric. How many stadiums have you been to? Do you, Let's off the top of your head. I, you know, I it's it's probably approaching twelve ish. I mean, wow. we've been obviously Bush. Um, yeah. We hit up both LA stadiums. When we went out there, me and Eric did. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been to Minute Maid Park down in Houston. Um, where else have I been? Kansas City, the Royals, mm-hmm. um, Great American Ballparks. So maybe it's not double digits, but it's getting up there. You've been to uh, there. Seen, you've been to City Field too, right? Yeah, City Field in New York. Didn't get to go to Yankee Stadium when we were out there, um, but saw it, which was cool. <laughs> That, that awesome. was literally the year that they were tearing down old Yankee Stadium. Oh, and okay. They had just started playing, so yeah, it was it was cool. I've heard stories of people going to the construction site and like seeing if they could get chairs or just like pieces of the state, the old stadium and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty stinking cool to get like a chair from old Yankee Stadium and just have it in your house somewhere. Yeah, that would be know. pretty sweet. I heard a story. My too. brother Ryan. Oh actually has so there was of the section sign we used to have uh season tickets to bush bush stadium oh. two um and so we when we had the season tickets they gave us the opportunity to you know, buy signs and stuff and just wow. by chance we ended up with the section sign from the section that we had season tickets in so that's, that's awesome. still in his house it's some great blue tin arrow but it's awesome. <laughs> it's a big piece of our childhood oh, yeah. we had season tickets for four or five years, uh-huh. they were supposed to have Bush Stadium 3 built in 2006. Well, they had it built in 2006, but they were supposed to have the All-Star Game there in 2006. And so we started getting season tickets in 05, and then we got them in 06, and then it wasn't – they didn't have the All-Star Game there until 09 because they weren't mm-hmm. sure that the stadium was going to be done on time because Eric probably remembers, cousin Eric, they started the season in 06 with like – two-thirds capacity, and in one of the games there was, like, this fire in left field yeah. in the construction site. <laughs> so, like, 
from 05 to 09, we had season tickets trying to get all-star game tickets because that was going to be his graduation present. Ended up being my high school graduation present for my mom. Oh, wow. See, I've always wanted to, and I've never lived in a city to have pro sports and just have the, the season tickets. That that would be amazing. But um, but what – so which stadium other than – like, so I'm guessing Bush is probably your favorite. Um, it is. Sta- Bush Stadium what, what, 2. Bush 2. Yeah, okay. What um, what would be like another team stadium that you would love to that you like watching baseball in? Dodger Stadium. It was yeah being in Chavez Ravine. It was unbelievable. Like I I went into it expecting to like it. Our expectations were you know not really met the night before at, at Angel Stadium, which uh, it was fine, but it wasn't great. But yeah. man, when we walked in to Dodger Stadium and sat down, and you could look out and see Chavez Ravine. It was – I got a little goosebumpy. Like, it was really an awesome experience. The yeah. whole – there was a great view of the whole field where we were sitting because we didn't have outstanding seats. Like, we were in the nosebleeds behind home plate, but the the view was fantastic. The The atmosphere was awesome. It was it was really – it was easily up there um, for the best stadium that I've been to yet. That's cool. And it's a classic stadium, too. It's still the original – um, which is, you know, you're not seeing that as much anymore. So, yeah, that's one I would love to go to. That's the that's bucket list or two. Um, and, Eric, you saw – you y'all both went there, right? You you and uh, Travis both went yeah, there. Yeah, we, yeah. We try to do a, a, a group trip every year, you know, and, and, and you guys are invited now too if you guys ever want to go. But that was one of the oh. – and it happened to be that we caught the Cardinals on like a West Coast swing where we saw uh-huh. the Angels like on a Wednesday night and then the Dodgers on a Thursday. It was pretty sweet. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was yeah. it was awesome. Well, what's I mean, so any others besides uh, the Cardinals that 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 you like watching baseball in, like that you thought was cool? I mean, I think I would have to echo Travis on the Dodger Stadium. It was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's older than Angel Stadium. Angel Stadium was pretty not great. It was, it was surprising. Wow, the Stadium. I mean, I know they've done a lot to it, but it was it was fantastic. We really enjoyed that. Um, that's awesome. Yankee Stadium. I, I've been to the new Yankee Stadium, and I thought it was really neat too. It was kind of cool to get off the subway, and you know, you walk right up to it, and boom, there's this yeah. huge stadium, and that's it, awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. We checked out Monument Park and saw all that mm-hmm. stuff, and and it, we actually saw Aaron Judge hit a home run in the first inning. And it's funny because, like you said, it sounded different than everybody else. It was just like, oh yeah, boom, you know, it was a different kind just of sound. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what sticks out to me. Yeah. So. That's- yeah, so I'd say yeah, Dodger and Yankee are probably, other than Bush, would be my favorites. Yeah. And then Kaufman would probably be my least favorite. That place was it See, probably that strikes had to me terrible. Yeah, that strikes good. me as so funny because I would think, you know, you'd think Kansas City would be a, a pretty friendly place, but y'all are not the only people I've heard say that Kansas City fans are terrible. We have so much experience with, like, Cubs fans, you know, and it's always, I mean, yeah, we don't like each other, but it's always friendly, you know, nobody's. Yeah really being malicious there. We were completely unwelcome. Like we, we were, they didn't like us because of what we were wearing. I I think some of us would agree. It was pretty hostile from the moment we got to the parking lot. It was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I I just, I've never gotten that like that just bad blood because, and I get, I think you really see it NFL more than you do major league baseball, but like just that, like, I hate you because you like some other team. Yeah. It's crazy. And then, course then you fuel it with alcohol and 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 right. smoke and, and here we go but um 
but yeah, I think I have not been to very many stadiums. I've been to obviously Minute Maid. I've been to the Astrodome. Uh, I've been to Globe Life in Arlington. Um, I saw the old Turner Stadium, Turner Field, yeah, uh, in Atlanta, uh, which was pretty cool. And uh, that's uh, yeah, that's it. I've seen the outside of Wrigley. Uh, and the outside of uh, of uh, Kaminsky too, because when we went to Chicago, it was we saw both of those stadiums. But we never, I never saw a game. I never seen a game there. Um, my favorite place to watch baseball is still Minute Maid. Yeah, just it's good. because. Uh, I mean, not just because I'm a Masters fan, because I love downtown ballparks. I love ballparks in the middle of a city. I just think this is the coolest thing. Like, like you said with Yankee Stadium, just getting off the subway and oh, there's the stadium. Like, to me, like walking. Like staying downtown and walking to the stadium is such a cool thing. Absolutely, yeah. And so, and then also, it's just it's easy to watch baseball there because there's not really a bad seat in the house. It's closed roof most of the time because it's hot and it's climate controlled, and they have some of the best food I've ever had in a stadium. I mean, it's expensive, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be. Anyway. You know, like you know, I get we have my wife and I like we have to have our nachos, <laughs> and we have to have a hot dog. Like those are the two things, and now I know what you're gonna say. Minute Maid has a freaking Torchies. Torchies, I knew it. <laughs> Torchies tacos. We got to bring Travis down for some Torchies and Astros baseball. Dude, Travis, it's gonna he change your life. Know what he's missing? I don't even know, man. <laughs> we bet how they do baseball. Did you do Torchies though? Were you there with the tor- when the torch when Torchies was there? The Torchies wasn't. The Torchies okay. was not there yet. So that's we the walked all the way around the stadium because Eric. Cousin Eric insisted that it was open, and it was not. There was no oh, torches. Yeah. Okay, that was my bad. But it's there oh, now. But I'll give so you cover. Minute Maid is wonderful. It <laughs> it is a great great park. You're yeah. not just being a Homer Astros fan. It, it's a good park. Oh yeah, it's and and it's one that I mean it's it's almost it, what is 20 years old now, and I'm, it's one of those things is like I hope they don't build another stadium. I hope they keep that one yeah. and they redo it. And um, you know, you look at. But my least favorite place to watch baseball is Globe Life Park. That's bad. In Arlington, the old one. You know, the, the now they have the new one. I don't know how that's going to be, <clears throat> but um, the old one was outdoor stadium in Arlington, Texas, in the middle for a summer sport. Yeah, and the whole one whole side of the stadium is you're right in the sun as it's setting, and I mean you're baking. You you are at, if you're in right field, you are. I mean. It's so hot. It and is it just, was like basically completely like closed in, you know, like the outfit yeah. didn't have an airflow. They had like some no. huge thing out there. And yeah, so it was just like, it was just hot. And it was just, you're in a bowl and escape. You were in a bowl. Yeah. You're in a bowl of still air. And it's just like, Oh, it's yeah. terrible. And even when the, when the sun would go down, it's still humid and there's bugs everywhere. Like I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm outside. There's going to be bugs, but I don't know. It's just, it, 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 if you get my wife started on it, oh my gosh, she'd be like, "Hey, it's all this stuff." <laughs> the one thing they have going for them, and I don't know what it's called, but they have this like three foot long hot dog that they like cover it with every known topping known to man that goes on a hot dog. And the only reason I know it exists is because we were sitting and there were some people behind us, and I smelled something like delicious <laughs> that they got, and I was like, "So I look behind me." And there was this guy holding this hot dog, and I look on the other side, and it was the same hot dog. Oh my gosh! Going the other way, <laughs> like a baseball like, bat. <laughs> like, wait a minute! And so I was like, "Where did you get that?" And they were like, "Oh, it's over," you know, whatever. 
And it, it was called something. I can't remember what it was. It was it's the Beast or something. Whatever it is. The Beast. And, uh, the Beast. That's what we're going to go with. And, uh, we're going to say that's what yeah, it's called. We're going to say that. Um, and I went and looked for it. I couldn't find it. Aww. I could not find it anywhere. I was like, this place is the worst. Damn. So, um, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't. And I don't really care for Rangers fans. I don't know. Yeah, I would agree with that. They're kind of like they, Cowboys fans. They've been fans. real cocky. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, a lot like Cowboys fans. Yeah. So Makes sense. Yeah. But uh, and now that we're in the same league, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, you see them all the time now. But, now, you know, it's funny because you go to a an Astros-Rangers game at, at either stadium, and it's about half and half. You know, it's about half Rangers, half Astros. So, you know. Nobody gets too crazy, I don't think. You know, too, yeah. too you know, out of Not touch. Like Dodgers, Giants, or something. Oh my gosh, you got to bring a knife. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Before but, um, we move on, real quick, Travis, yeah. did you try a, a Dodger dog out there in uh, Dodger Stadium? It's like we're related. I was just going to bring up the Dodger dog, and oh, you know, it was good. What was your thoughts of the Dodger dog, the legendary Dodger dog? The legendary Dodgers dog is. A hot dog. It's a hot dog. That's it. <laughs> On a bus. That's all it is. It's a hot dog that they charge you extra for because it's supposed to be special. Yeah. Like, it's It was a little very bit of a mediocre. Lemon. Like, the stadium yeah. was still amazing, and it was, like, it's the Dodgers, and it's this whole thing. But the Dodger dog was, was – it was a hot dog. It was a hot dog. <laughs> did you get Dodgers- it thrown at you? Like, did the guy throw it to you? Like, hey, man, give me one. And he's like, throws it. You ever seen a guy? Stand with a beer. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I got them both. So we did. But I think. With like a $15 beer. Yeah. 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 Well, they're all $15. <laughs> then wherever you go, it doesn't matter. I remember the, I had this, uh, and I'm not going to say names because this, this would be embarrass, embarrassing for them. Um, I had some friends that we went. It was when Rebecca and I were dating, I think in 04. And it was us and two other couples. And we're like, hey, let's go to to Houston, they had some family there we could stay with, and let's go see an Astros game. And I was like, absolutely, yeah, I love this. And so I kind of put together the plan, and we went to the stadium, and my one of my, my friends, he's real deep. Like, he's super skin-flinted, doesn't want to spend money on anything, especially on other people, including <laughs> his wife. And I'm like, and it kind of was irritating to me. So she wanted a – she had a hot dog, and she wanted another one because they're really – I love Astros yeah, hot dogs. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're regular hot dogs, but, I mean, you know, you put stuff on it, whatever. Yeah. So she wanted another one, and it was like five bucks or whatever. He was like, no, you've already had one, blah, blah. And then he comes back with this four-foot-long <laughs> flute full of beer <laughs> that I later learned cost like $17 yeah. or something like that. And I was like, wait a minute. Bro, come on. Dead. But oh, your wife, you can't do that. No. I'll tell good. you what my wife would have done. Oh, no? Okay. And she would have gotten up and gone and got her daggum hot dog. Absolutely. Uh, and then probably come back and slap me in the face. Yeah, but, you would have uh, probably been wearing part of it, but yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah, absolutely. So, And I would have deserved it. You would have deserved it, absolutely. And for those listening, uh, those of you at home, I just saw Eric Vasloff drink from an Astros cup. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how long you were. Let's see. We've been recording for 59 minutes and 30 seconds, and you just now noticed. I, yeah, but I, you're not holding it up the whole time. You only took like four drinks. I did it. So you. there you go. I did it Take you. it back. I, I've Take still got my good for one free refill sticker. Hey, see? If oh, you there you go. <laughs> you guys, I never got my refill. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Ugh. 
I love it. So we were talking about live baseball. Have have you have you guys ever uh, seen a minor league game? Like, have you ever had that experience with uh, minor league baseball, Travis? That's one of my favorite things of all time. Um, yeah, I'll start that off. We used to have the Shreveport Captains, and I am every time I pass that stadium on I twenty, my heart sinks because I'm like that was some of the most fun times. Like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Like. So my dad and I would go to 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 these games, and so for Travis, because you didn't like, I have uh, Kathy and Mark. That's my mom and stepdad, and I have my dad and stepmom. So <clears throat> I live with Mark and my mom, and I would come, you know, I'd stay with my dad for the summers and part of the summer and all that stuff. And so part of our bonding was going to these, you know, going to see sports. And so he would, we would go to the captains' games. We would get like the ice cream in the helmet and watch some great baseball, and then there's a donut place called Southern made donuts right outside the stadium and they would make hot donuts right after the game. So we would go oh. there and load up on some hot donuts, bro. I, that is that is your target market. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it was, I, I almost want to choke up thinking about it because it's not, I can't do that with loot now because like they don't have minor league baseball. I would love to do that now. Of course, it's a little more dangerous now downtown or close to downtown, so I'd have to probably carry a gun. But still, <laughs> I would run the risk because it was awesome, dude. It's but did you, yeah, I love minor league baseball. It's so good. Uh, do you, you guys ever get to do that or anything like that? Yeah. So when yeah. I was in uh, when I was in Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas, going to school, we had oh, uh, yeah. the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, which is Naturals, that's right, affiliate for the the Royals. While they yeah. like winning World Series and stuff, so they were good mm-hmm. filtering some teams through. But they also are in the same league as the uh, the Springfield Cardinals at the time. So, oh, the Cardinals obviously double A team. So we 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 when the Cardinals were in town, we'd go up and watch them play. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I remember one That's night awesome. Elizabeth and I went, and she was we had just started dating. She hadn't been to too many games. Uh, we we sat out. It was like it was a Thursday night. It was like dollar beer and fried cheese stick night or something. So that was pretty cool. So <laughs> nice. Elizabeth had a bunch of cheese sticks and we were like, there was like yeah. three of us sitting out in like the, the third base line. And we're like yelling at the, at the left fielder, like, Hey, what's up? I forgot who he was now, but he was, he was an up and comer and hollering at him. He never looked at us like the whole game. He thought we were heckling him Thought we were like, yeah, naturals fans. Yeah. And at one point, he finally, at the end of an inning, he comes, he caught the third out, and he's he's running in, you know, and we're, we're yelling at him, and he finally looks over, and he sees that we're all wearing Cardinal gear. So he's like, oh, he yeah. waves to us, and he throws the baseball to us, and, like, my buddy caught it and handed it to Elizabeth, and we still oh, have the ball. I was like, awesome. you don't really get that a lot of places. That was pretty sweet. I think mm-hmm, it was also, awesome. like, motor oil night, and we got, like, a like a nice pack of motor oil. So it was a big night. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Can you believe I missed that? I know, man. Travis, oh, sorry if awesome. I cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good, buddy. It's I'm talking about the Springfield Cardinals. Saw them in Springfield. I've got some family that lives in Springfield, Missouri. So, been to some of those games. Um, it's great for me being a Cardinals fan, being able to see some of the the next generation of of future Cardinals playing. And it, you know, the minor league stuff. It's all about the atmosphere. In addition to the, the Springfield Cardinals. I uh, went to a game with uh, the Omaha Storm Chasers. They're actually the AAA affiliate of mm-hmm. the the Royals. And so it was Porter Hot Dog Night. And, like, that was 
the main event for everybody. Oh, wow. Lines awesome. around the block for the quarter hot dogs, and they were honestly just as good yeah. as the Dodger dogs. The baseball. Well, right, exactly. fine. But it wasn't like $9. <laughs> Yeah. But it wasn't like $9. And I, I was there, believe it or not, on a business trip because there's like one flight a week into Omaha. So I had to get there early. You know, it's like flying into the Shreveport Airport Hair Care and Tire Center. Right. Um, yep. You know, you just – so I had to fly in like way early for this business meeting. And I'm with this guy. He's very important within my firm, and he makes – just truckloads of money and he was probably more excited than anybody else there about quarter hot dogs. <laughs> quarter hot dogs he went up and ordered probably 50 hot dogs and just started like passing them out to people. He's like and Oprah with, there with his family who I've never met and they're, you get a they're hot all dog, you diving get a hot in. He's like, Willy, he's like Willy Wonka out here just <laughs> that's <laughs> make your dreams come true. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, they had they had that at the captains. They had like the dollar dogs, dollar beer. Yeah. They had um Johnny's Pizza was there. They had the little miniature pan pizzas and it, um you could have a dollar pizza night. Um the, uh, you, I mean, you could do a whole podcast on Johnny's Pizza. That place. Oh, is yes, I could. <laughs> shout out. I'm not going to do one until they sponsor me though. Right. Shout out. Hint hint. Shout Johnny's. out. I will eat an entire large Johnny's on the podcast. And yeah, if they, I mean, if they it's, me- it's not my podcast and I'm not speaking for you, but I think even if they just like give you free pizza for a year, that would be good. Free pizza for a day would be even better. I mean, yeah, be, just any free just pizza good. would be a good place any to start. Any free pizza. When you say I mean, sponsored, you, you, I will you say it loosely. Eric is reaching for the stars on this one. I think you you vastly overestimate my influence in this in this league here. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I could do a whole. I, honestly, Brent and I have talked about doing a pizza episode. That's a great just idea. To, just talking about pizza. That's all we're going to do. Um, and then Travis and I will put emos down for you guys to try, and we'll win. There you What's go. the place called? It's just St. Louis Pizza Place. Emos. Oh. See, I, I've always, like, it's one of those, uh, having a good pizza place is one of those things. And I, this is a sidetrack, but hey, we're, just hang on. Um. It's one of those things that I do when I when I see when I'm in a new town or where I'm visiting somewhere. I'm like, is there is there good pizza here? So uh, for my job, I had to go to Oklahoma City for three months to train before I came back to here to to keep training. Um, And there was this little bitty mom and pop pizza place called Remy's. Okay, and it was in um, the Mustang area of Oklahoma City. And I it was so good. This is how good it was. I ordered a large, and it was six slices. I ate three slices for supper. I ate a slice for breakfast the next day and then took two for lunch that day. And then that night ordered another one and did the same thing. Yes. <clears throat> like, and then I went there about every five days after that. It was on the rotation. It was, it was on the rotation. It was so good. Then I had to go back there probably a year later for more training. And that's the first thing I was going to look yeah. for. I was like, oh, Remy's, dude. I couldn't wait. I was so excited. Closed. Oh, that kind of kinda hurts my feelings. And it was a sweet little family. Like the, it was a, uh, it was a guy that the guy actually uh, that owned it was huge. He was six foot ten. Was he Remy? Uh, it, I think his name was Remy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but he played uh, he played basketball for Oklahoma uh, University of Oklahoma, and like he would just own this pizza place. And he was like, it was him and his kid and his wife, and it was like this neat thing. And I was yeah. just talk, I would talk to him, like got to know him. And, um, and so, but then they were gone and I was just like, oh, 
Well, it just hurt my arm. Yeah, and then you're like, well, now what am I going to do? Now what am I going to do? <laughs> Shake. Bull crap. Anyway. Um, so I think we all played some baseball as kids, right? Like we all yeah. experienced different levels of baseball. Um, I can, and I'll start this off too. I can, um, so I was really, really good at machine pitch. Like I was super, super good. <laughs> and I was talking to somebody else about this. Uh, one of my buddies at work, Tyler, he helped me coach uh, our team last year. And Tyler played uh, Division One ball at UCF. Like he's a legit, really good baseball player. And we were talking about this. And so I was like, yeah, we're, you know, talking about how good we were. I was like, obviously you're good, but let me tell you how good I was. <laughs> so now we lived in CrossFit, Eric. We lived in CrossFit at this time. So I was so good at machine pitch. We had tryouts for the first year of live arm. And I think I'm 11 or 12. I can't, I think I'm 11, maybe 12. And they had a machine out there pitching during tryouts. So I was raking. I mean, I was just <laughs> pounding the ball. Fastball was, down the middle. I mean, just, I was creaming the ball to the fence every time. Um, I don't think I hit one out. It was just line drives, man. I was just, I was just roping them. There's like and, coaches uh, in the background with their eyes lit up. Like, yes. oh my gosh. I remember specifically, I was num- the number two overall pick wow. in the entire league of league. probably eight teams, whatever. Um, and I absolutely sucked the entire <laughs> season because I was so scared of live arm. I was just like, <laughs> and he, my coach hated me. Well, he didn't hate me. He was like, come on. I've seen you hit. overall number two pick. What are you doing? What are you, I blew my number two pick on you. <laughs> um, come on, Willis. And so my, my cousin Brad was a pitcher on another team, and he I got my first hit off of him. And it was like a ground ball through the right side, and it, it wasn't anything special. But I think he kind of served me one up because I was comfortable with him because yeah. we played all the time, and I knew he knew how to throw. And – so I, I thought I was a little more confident with him. And so I think he served me one up. He helped me out because he knew I was idea. struggling. If it was, was Travis and I, he would have struck me out. You can be sure of that. Yeah, yeah, Travis yeah. yeah. <laughs> Travis was like, I'm getting that K. Yeah, he would. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, but I mostly, like, as a kid, I had a pretty strong arm. So I would play, like, infield. I'd play third base. They tried to get me to catch. I always hated that. And I don't think I had a – at least at that age, I didn't have the grasp of the game, you know, as far as the overall what's going on. And so, um, but I, uh, I played on a couple all-star teams there, nice. um, you know, but, and we'll get into it later, but nowadays it's such a different story, but like, what's some of y'all's favorite memories from, from childhood? Did y'all play together or did you like, uh, we didn't, I grew up in um, uh, Arkansas and Travis grew up in Granite city, right outside of St. Louis. We did end up playing softball together years later, like after high school. Oh, cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. We That's where bears, baseball players go to die. Yeah. <laughs> Slow pitch exactly. softball leagues. Yeah. Softball <laughs> league. It was great. But Travis, you can, you can go ahead here. I mean, so I obviously just like you played, Played ball when I was a kid. Uh, the Pete's World Bulldogs. We were we literally did. never lost a game um, for five straight seasons. And then our coach disbanded the team because he Aww. felt like they're just he had other stuff to do. Um, so wow. that that was probably my best Marlins. memory. 
we were so good. Like up through like the second year, or the first year of kid pitch, we never lost a game from like T-ball all the way to the first year of kid pitch. Didn't lose a game. And then he just up and abandons us. We don't have a team anymore. And the team that I picked up with was awful. Still and so, like, from there through high school was just, like, the dark ages for me. Yeah, like, I played because I loved playing, <laughs> but our team was awful. And so that was no good. Um, but I was a catcher because I was the only one that could throw the ball to second base. And mm-hmm. then I got pretty good at it. You know, I had a pretty good arm. Um, played a little bit of ball in high school. Not a lot. I, I guess my one, two claims to fame. Number one, I was the backup to a guy that got drafted by the Devil Rays. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. And my other claim to fame was I actually got a hit off of a guy that was drafted by uh, the Red Sox. He was this, we were playing in a tournament, yeah. and we this guy was so good. Like, the scouts were there. Everybody was there to watch this guy. And, like, we knew we were going to lose. And so, <laughs> like, we, we basically phoned in our lineup because why waste the starters on a, a game we're not going to win? Sure. And I got a hit off of him. It was Probably the only thing that I'll ever talk about in my entire <laughs> high school baseball career is that I got a hit off of this guy. And it wasn't, you know, I didn't hit a home run. It was a nice little line drive single the opposite way because he was this massive lefty. Like, he was kind of Randy Johnson-esque. You know, mm-hmm. he's throwing low 80s for a high school player, which is pretty gum hard. It's hard, And yeah. he, he's, it looks like he's letting the ball go in your face. And so <laughs> I just was able to, to dink one out to right field. It's, it was a line drive in the box score. Yeah. Hurt hey, the listen. heck out of my hands. Absolutely. It was off the that's, wall. That's hitting skill score. right that there. Great, that's yeah. keeping, <laughs> look, that's keeping your hands in and poking that ball out there. That was skilled hitting in my book right there. There's no luck involved. That was that was a great – yeah. I – um. When you talk about like softball, oh my gosh, there's stories there too. We, um, I, I played in a church league where it was any age and it was co-ed, and um, <clears throat> our you know our church had a big mix of players. But I remember this one old guy from another church. He was at least seventy, I, I think probably more. <laughs> obese guy, really kind of really big. He probably had diabetes. I don't know, but he would look at you and look at your, he would look at your outfield, right? And he would look around and see where the hole was. You could not defend this guy. He would just hit it and bloop it somewhere where you weren't. And he would <laughs> waddle to first. Waddle to first. And then in our league, you could pinch run without losing your spot in the lineup. Oh, so amazing. then they put some 20 year old on the bases and it's like, golly. So we had that so, guy. And then strategy. Oh yeah. And then, <laughs> Another time, my, my claim to fame in, in softball was uh, we were playing like the best team in the league. <clears throat> and this was the second, we had to win two games against them to win the whole tournament. And so this is the second game. And I saw the right, I'm a right handed batter. I saw the right fielder way up, like way, way up. And I was like, I'm going to hit it over his head. Like, that's easy. Like, you know, so I just kind of, right before the, right after the pitch was let go, I just sifted my hips and I just, drove the ball Bink. and I knew it was going over his head. I, he was never going to catch this. Cause he, you can see him panicking and I had a, there was a, a smaller guy. I was, I think I was like 28 or 29, maybe 30 at the time, not quite as big as I am now, but I was big. I was 250 pounds, 240 pounds. I don't know. Something like that. And I'm running to first and he's staying on first thinking he's going to tag up. And I'm like, he's not going to catch it. Go. And this guy's <laughs> really small and fast. 
And I, I kept up with him step by step all the way around to home. Nice. And so we, <laughs> I scored and it was easy. It wasn't even that hard, but we were booking it just in case. And, uh, and so he, he's looking at me. He, and of course, he's not out of breath because he's super skinny and in shape. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, that was the scariest thing I've ever been a part of. He's like, to have you right behind me and keeping up with, he's like, how did you keep up with me? I was like, I'm fast in short spurts, man. Like, I still got that explosiveness. I was like, after, like, after about 300 feet, I'm not going to, I'm not going to win. Yeah. But that first hundred yards, boy. You better go. Book it. Yeah. I was going and he's like, that was freaking scary, man. So I was like, and I was like, yeah, that might be scary to like see some huge dude just like go. And and you can like hear the footsteps and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I felt your footsteps behind me. Like it was that bad. So yeah, that was, that was some fun times. Good old church. You never heard more cursing than you did at church league softball. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I played softball in like Arkansas just, you know, for fun. And then I moved up to St. Louis and Travis recruited me to play in his league. And I was like, these guys are intense. It was like, yeah, we were playing a lot of baseball. It was, yeah, it was, it was intense. It was like four or five nights a week. And the competition was there. It was, we were playing with guys that were like minor league baseball players for like the Gateway Grizzlies. And Travis convinced them to play on our team like on Tuesdays. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, we're we'll talking about some craziness, and that's the thing. Like, we saw how good they were, and they're like semi-pro ball players. Like, they're not even in the minor leagues; they're semi-pro playing in Sauge, Illinois, across from the strip clubs. But like, they're hitting the ball at five hundred feet. Yeah, and, we're yeah. Sitting there like, oh my gosh, these guys aren't like big leaguers. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this is like super easy for them. But, um, I remember I played intramural at Tech at Louisiana Tech. When I was there and um, there was this girl who was on the softball team, but she was playing in mural because she just wanted to keep, you know, she wanted to play. And so I was playing third base. Now I played third base a lot as a kid and, you know, through like high school and stuff. So that's 90 feet away. Now I'm 60 feet away and had these big burly dudes driving the ball in my face anyway. But then this girl comes up. I'm like, all right, here we go. She hits it to me four times, all four at bats. She hits it to me. The first three times were these little dribbling, like, grounders like, that she chopped, and I, I flubbed all three of them. Aww. Like, the first two, I just couldn't get a handle on because they were spinning. And then the second one, I caught it cleanly, and I just f- flung it over the first baseman. I was like, oh, my gosh. So the fourth time she came up, you know, we're all hee-hee-ha, like, oh, she's going to hit it to you again, you know, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, she hits a screamer right <laughs> to my face, and I just went pop. Like that. And I caught it. And she goes, that's the one you catch? And I was like. She's like heckling you. Yeah, she was like giving me a hard time because that was the, like the hardest one she hit. That's the one I caught. Yeah. And I was I, I didn't have to think about that one. I don't know. It was like. It's just a you know, I didn't have time to think. Yeah, time to think is a dangerous thing. And, yeah. yeah. It's this thing screaming toward my dome. I don't want to. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of that, too, I hit a guy in the head in, uh, at Tech. Oh, or, wow. um yeah, we were so. It was another game. It was a night game, and he hit the ball uh, to the right fielder. I was playing second for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, I was cutting the throw off, and I threw it to third. And he was on his way to third, and I just pow right in the back of his head, <laughs> and he went tumbling. And I mean, I throw it hard, and and it's a softball, but I mean, he went down. It hurts, yeah. It didn't move for a second, and I'm like, oh crap! So we run over there, 
And I'm like, hey, let's uh, go to the ER real quick. Uh, and he's like, no, nah, man, no, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. No problem. I was like, I'm going to take you to the ER real quick just to get you checked out. He said, no, nah, no, nah, man. I said, you're not listening to me. Here you go. We're leaving. <laughs> you're going to get in my car real quick. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the doctor. We're going to get you checked out, okay? He's like, oh, man, come on, dude. Da, 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 da. He eventually got in the car with me, and, I, and he was fine. He didn't have a concussion or anything, but yeah. I was like, Oh, this guy's gonna have a brain bleed, and he's gonna die in his sleep. And I'm thinking all these bad things. And um, but yeah, he was he was like, "That was a heck of a throw, man." Like, I said, no, a heck of a throw would have been to the third baseman to yeah, get you in, out in his glove. Yeah, yeah, not beating you in the back of the head. Um, so yeah, that's uh, oh, there's a lot there. We could we could talk about that all night too. I I love playing playing yeah. softball. I want to play again, but I'm just I'm just so old and yeah, out of shape. Too. Yeah, like. I, I can still hit it. That, I can hit it too. I want to get in that thing where you get a like a, a runner, like you're talking about, like the yeah, yeah. I had. That would be pretty Absolutely. sweet. I, I could just it. power it somewhere and waddle to first, yeah, and then hey, I could waddle the tag. I could tag Luke in there, and he could Absolutely. run the bases. Man, Luke can be our all time runner. I like it. Luke, Luke is a he's a he's got some blazing speed, yeah, man. He's quick. It, did you were you at the game where they ran the bases, Eric, or was yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. He, yeah. You, I mean, he was I was proud of him. He. I said, Luke, now, you know, because it was him and his sister, it was him and Lydia, and I knew he was going to, like, go for it. He was going to really run the bases, and he was going to leave his sister behind. I said, but you're just going to you're gonna have to wait for your sister when you get home. He took off. He hit because they go right to first and then on to second, and he took off, and he was cutting that corner. Like, he was hitting awesome. the corner of the base, and he was taking the angles. <laughs> I was like, that's my boy right there. Like but, um, but it was – and then poor Lydia's little legs just surrounded them. But um but that leads me to coaching because this is the first year that Luke said, I don't want to play baseball. He's like, Dad, and he he kind of came to me, he was like, Is it okay if I don't play again this year or whatever? I was like, Yeah, man, like I'm not gonna make you play. Yeah. As long as he did, uh, we've told him, as long as you do something physical, like tennis, he's into tennis, he's into jujitsu, stuff like that. Uh, I said, as long as you're doing something physical, it's fine. Like, you don't have to play baseball. It's no big deal. And um, because I coached, I head coached for the first time last year. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm never doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. And I bet it Ever. wasn't necessarily the players that were giving you a hard time. No. Well, yeah. yeah. But not really the players, but oh, the parents. The, parents. Yeah. the other coaches, the, the commissioner of the league. <laughs> I mean, some of the umpires – now, most of the umpires were like kids. Like, they were like 17. And so, you know, I was fine with a lot of them. But then they had a couple older guys, and, um, you know, they, and they were they were mostly okay. Um, I had a couple of – we had a couple of times where I think the, the rules were a little bit confused. Huh. And I was – I don't – like, I never argued with an umpire, but unless it was a rule thing. And I was like, I just want to be clear on the rule. That was be, that was my line. It's like, I just want to be clear on the rule. So let's, you know, and I would never say your, your call is stupid or whatever. Cause it's, I mean, it's little league. Who cares? Right. Um, you weren't, but, kicking, you weren't kicking dust on your <laughs> shoes or anything. Taking the base and throwing it. Yeah, you know, that. You know, <laughs> I was just say that if I ever coach high school, there you go. but, um, but no, I, I, but I, so I started, coaching this team and I, I got my buddy Tyler who was I was like hey division one college player he's plus he's eye candy for the uh, 
for the uh, <laughs> for the moms because he's super jacked, like really good shape. And um, it was funny because like the moms would be talking to me. We, I had a good you know rapport with most of the parents, but like when he was there, like I could see them looking beyond me yeah. and like looking at him, but talking to me. <laughs> But I was like, really lady, talking to you. They were just kind of, uh-huh. come on, yeah. uh-huh. But I get it. I totally get it, <laughs> yeah, guys. Right. He looks like the academy, like the academy mannequin. That's what he looks like. Nice. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, so I uh, I signed up to assist coach. I signed up to be an assistant um, because I feel like that's where my talent is. I'm good at coaching on specific stuff like technique, like base running and 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 batting and you know mechanics stuff like that. I'm not good at organizing everything like uniforms and crap like that. So I get a call six weeks before the season and it's the commissioner who I know from other, through other people. He's like, Hey man, do you mind head coaching a team? I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And so I ended up like, I had six weeks to prepare. I had to buy their uniforms. I just bought them hoping the parents would pay me, which they did. I will say that they all paid up. Um, and we did that. And, we uh, didn't win a game. No, we won one game, and that was the one that was forfeited. Oh. <laughs> and I, this is why I had a problem with the coaches. So, like, every, after every game, you got to submit a scorecard. You got to take a picture of it after you sign it and put it. We had a group me text group, you know, with all the coaches in the league. And so, after that game, so what happened was they didn't have enough players, and we had one extra. And I said, look, if y'all want to play the game, we can let you use one of our kids and we can play the game. And he's like, nah, nah, we don't, don't want to do that. Nah. I was like, okay. He's, I said, what do you want to do? He said, we want to play. I was like, okay, well, we can let you use one of the blah, blah, blah. And the umpires were there with us and they finally forfeited. They're like, nah, nah, we don't want to forfeit. I said, well, and this is the boss's move I ever pulled on a, on a baseball team is I said, well, we're going to keep the field to practice. So if y'all want to practice with us, it's fine. Anyway. So I, so I went to the group me and I said, Hey, there's no scorecard for our game because the, whatever the Panthers or whatever their name was, they forfeited and their coach comes on and goes, we didn't forfeit. You just didn't want to play us. Oh, I was like, okay. So that set me off. I was like, wait a minute, buddy. (laughs) And I just went like on a four page rant and, um, then he tried to play it off like it was a joke. I was like, nah, dude, come on. Anyway, so Sounds long story like a short, lot of fun. Yeah. I'm never coaching again. <laughs> ever. So yeah. but I mean, have y'all like uh Travis, uh, Eric said you ump you umpired a little bit or you have or you do or you still do, yeah. I've been an umpire for gosh, going on fifteen years now. I uh, started crazy. out doing the the little little league stuff, you know, all through through high school and a little bit in, into college. Now it's mostly the beer league softball tournaments, but I'll sprinkle in a fast pitch tournament every now and then. I mean, it's it's nice. good money. The the games are relatively entertaining. Above a certain age, you know, 10, 12 year old girls are not all that exciting, but some of them 18 you they can throw the ball 60, 65 miles an hour. You know, mini Jenny Finches out there and. It, the game goes by in 45 minutes. It's really interesting to watch. And so I'm yeah. just fly on the wall, but also getting paid. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'll Anything tell you, that, like you said earlier, the, the church league, far and away, the most trouble of any oh, league yeah. that I'll ever umpire followed up by co-ed. Because co-ed, yeah. every guy there is pulling out 
his girlfriend that didn't want to be there in the first place, but oh, he yeah. really wants to play, and it's something they can do together. <laughs> and then they all got to show off for the ladies. They got a peacock, just, man. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a whole, you know, just mine's bigger than yours the whole time, and it's, yep. just, it's a nonstop train wreck. Have you ever gotten uh, any, like, crazy interactions from parents when you were doing, like, the Little League? Like, oh man! I mean, some of the some of the stories that I I could tell, most are not PG. <laughs> yeah, um, for this podcast, here. but right. they were um, they were pretty insane situations. I can yeah, I can imagine. I, I've been I've been shoved. I've had the dirt kicked on me. I've had oh, wow. just insane things take place, and it's like you said, it's little league. So who cares? But there are some people out there with very low IQs that do. Somebody cares. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's like I said, like, I would never argue with an ump for like a call because it's like, okay, it's a judgment call. You know, you're, I mean, if it was pretty blatantly bad, I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, I would like throw my head back or whatever, yeah. but I wouldn't like, Ooh, blue, what are you doing? But it, I remember one specific incident we had our first baseman, we were in the field and he, he fielded the throw and he didn't, what happened? he didn't touch the bag, but he tagged the kid and something happened where the, the he, Oh no, the, the kid ran out of the baseline base path. That's what it was. He tried to tag him. He ran out of the base path and then touched first and he called him safe. And I was like, well, he ran pretty far out of the base path, but I'm like, all right, it's a judgment call, whatever. So the next inning, lo and behold, same kind of thing happens and our kid, like their kid's just standing there in front of the bag. And our kid just kind of goes around the back of him to get on first. And he calls him out because he ran out of the base path. What do you want him to do? Plow him over? I was like, and so I went over there and said, all right, I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy. But last inning, like the kid ran like four feet out of the base path. You called him safe when our kid was trying to tag him. But our kid just slipped to the back of this kid, and you called him out, and he's like, "Yeah, you ran out of the base path." Blah blah. blah. I was like, uh, "I mean, that may be how you see it, but I don't think that, <laughs> I said if that's how you see it, that's how you see it." But I'm telling you, it's wrong. Yeah, I'm like, it, you know, right. yeah. He's like, "Well, I mean, that's the way I saw it." I was like, "All right." So I was like, so I told the kid, "Hey, look, bad calls happen. You got to get, got to have, you know, sorry." Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to coach again. I, I, I had my fill of that, and. Um, yeah, some of the parents were just – I wanted to punch a couple of them. Actually, oh, yeah. the, the worst parents there – I got yelled at by parents or by a parent, by a dad, who later apologized, but he was yelling at me. He wasn't even the worst one. The worst one was uh, this kid whose parents never got out of the car during games or during practices. They would just sit in their car and text or get on their phones. They, they wouldn't even participate in the game. I'm like, really? This yeah. is this is kind of terrible. And the kid was a good he was a really good kid, really sweet kid, very athletic, really good player. And uh, I found myself trying to like encourage him, like, man, you're doing an awesome job. You know, you tell your mom you did you got a great hit tonight and this oh, and that. Like sad. I'm trying to get get him involved and I would you know, I would see his parents after the game, they'd be at their car, but hey guys, you know, you know, best seats are up front <laughs> or something like that. You know, this kid's doing great. And, um, they're like, Oh, okay. Thanks. And then they just drive. I was like, Oh, that's terrible. Poor kid. Yeah, you know, it was a bummer. But, so I didn't like that. But, um, 
So when you when you're coaching Isla in softball there, Eric, yeah, I'll, I'll give you some tips. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she between her uh, her ballet, maybe she'll find some time for the uh, for the softball. Yeah. Oh yeah, ballet is gonna happen. Mom's gonna throw her in ballet for sure. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, so the next, so we're gonna kind of wind it down a little bit. I want to know, and I wrote this in the notes. I have not really witnessed that much baseball history in my time, like live. I've, I haven't. I saw Bagwell's uh, jersey get retired. Um, I saw um, one of Biggio's last games, not his very last, but I saw one of his last games. Uh, I did see him during the season that he hit three thousand. He got three thousand hits that, that when he achieved that. But I didn't see the three thousand hit. But you know, it was during that season. Yeah. And uh, so, is is there anything that you've ever witnessed live that's like? maybe history, historic kind of thing. The two of us witnessed Pujols' 300th home run. Um, we were there at, yeah. at the game. We It was, you know, a, a screamer down the left field line. It was hooking, and we were hopeful that it was going to go around the foul pole because if it did, it, it was going to land in our one of us right in the face. <laughs> it was coming at us. Like, it was – you know it's a home run because it's a Pujols home run. You've seen them. They're coming at you, and we're like uh, – I mean, we're going to our hands up. We're going to catch yeah, yeah, this yeah. ball, and it wetting ourselves smokes with anticipation. Yeah. yeah, you're you're that sacrificing a couple of knuckles on that one, but you're going to oh, get it. Yeah, without it's question, worth it. it's worth it. Absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. that was probably the one that I thought of first. Also, Travis, that was yeah. that was one of the best ones. Another one that I thought of um, back to '98 when we saw so many of McGuire's home runs. We probably saw ten of them that year, but. The last weekend of the season, my dad had gotten us tickets, and on Saturday, I remember he hit uh, 67 and 68, and then on Sunday, wow. he hit 69 and 70. And all of those were, like, by us, because we were just kind of in the nosebleeds, but with McGuire, it didn't really matter. You know, we were in the yeah. outfield, and, like, these guys are, like, fighting over these balls because people are selling them for, like, a million dollars and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and I think 70 actually went for a lot of money, uh, if I think back on it. But, uh, yeah, so that was... That was one that was Man. super special. And then one that's it's probably shouldn't be brought up because Travis may kill me. Uh, and I don't know if you'd really call it history, but it's cardinal history. Um, back to when <laughs> Travis had the season tickets. Um, yeah. He gave me his ticket. I don't even think he sold it to me. I, I th- he had a baseball game, high school game. And so he gave me his opening day ticket to the first ever game at the New Bush Stadium. Oh, nice. Okay. It was one of the coolest days I ever remember, but I always feel bad about it because I'm pretty sure Travis hates me because of it, but it was, it was pretty awesome. I don't hate you. (laughs) I I more hate the schedule of my high school baseball team more than anything, but (laughs) yeah, you know, yeah. The season tickets really paid off. Like the Cardinals were pretty darn good when we had the season tickets. And then when we saw the 09 for like five years, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I guess I saw the three home run game Bagwell against the Cardinals. That was cool. I mean, I don't know how historic that is. Um, I saw the, um, let's see. Oh, uh, well, it wasn't historic, but the closest I ever got to a home run ball talking about, like you're talking about um, uh, McGuire is one of the original killer bees, Derek Bell. Um, He tall, lanky guy, really, really powerful hitter. Those really, he had a lot of power. Yeah. Um, he would hit moonshots in the Astrodome. I mean, it was, it was insane. Well, we were, my dad and I and my little brother, Ryan, were all sitting 
just to the um, left of the left field foul pole. So we were, you know, we were looking at the field. We were on the left side of the pole, just on the inside in fair territory. Derek Bell hit this ball, and it was so high. Like, I thought it was going to hit the ceiling. <laughs> and so, but it was lining up right for us. And my dad was like, getting his glove. He would, He's the guy that brings the glove to the game. You know, he's that guy. He's getting his glove, and we're ready. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to – we're going to catch a home run ball. I mean, it's Derek Bell, but whatever. He was awesome. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it landed, like, a seat behind us and, like, two over. Uh, a row behind uh, us and two over. And uh, I was like, I've never been that close again. I, I was, I, I've always dreamed of catching a home run or a foul ball. And uh, I never got to do it. And it's been my dad's dream f- since he was a kid. Well, he was at Minnesota, and a foul ball came up. And this is when the uh, Astros were terrible, losing 100 games a year. Um, I think it was like 2011 or something. And so there wasn't many people there. So he, the foul ball landed close to him. He's like, oh, yes. So he went over to get it. He said, as soon as he said, he, when he's telling the story, he goes, as soon as my hand touched the ball, this little hand touched my hand. And he's like, it's this little kid. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, there's cameras everywhere. Uh, yeah, you're being watched. You know, you, you're being watched. He's like, <laughs> I had to make a decision right there. And he's, of course, he let the kid have it. And, Do you want to make Sports Center or not? <laughs> Do you want to be on yep. Sports Center like that lady? You remember that lady several years ago? Oh, yeah, I remember. Just straight up janked oh, that ball from those one. kids. Yeah, she Ooh. got, and that was at Minute Maid. That was, um, I believe, that was at Minute Maid. Um, yeah, she got, whew, she got blown up on social media and yeah. stuff. That was. They, they they found out who she was. That kind of stuff. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> you're you're on you're on camera. You are, like, you know, you get excited. Uh, it's a reaction, but then yeah, you you gotta you gotta be aware of your surroundings because there's oh, absolutely. 14 cameras on you right now. <laughs> I think Luke actually made the um, made the scoreboard one time, or you know the the TV, you know, when they pan around. Yeah. But the only reason he made it was because there was like a bunch of guys in front of us with cowboy hats, like those big foam Dumb and Dumber hats. Yeah. And, um, and and Luke was just like doing the robot behind him or whatever. And like, he, it just showed him like right in the corner, but they were looking at the other guys and I was like, Oh, Luke's up there. That's you know? pretty sweet though. It was awesome. He got, he got up there. We that was made, his goal. Uh, well, I'll, I'll hurry, but we made baseball tonight one time because so we had those season tickets and all three of us, we would like rotate because we had a, an end row and everybody wanted the yeah. end row, you know, of the three of us, it was Travis and I and Travis's brother, Ryan. And that particular night, Ryan got the end, and I think I was in the middle, and Travis would have been on my on my right. And so it's like mm-hmm. eighth inning. Troy Gloss comes up, hits a home run. It's coming at us, but like in the section over. But it's it's like a Tuesday night, and it's raining, and there's not that many people. So uh-huh. we need to go get this ball, and like a lot of people are reacting the same way. And you can see on Sports Center the Troy Gloss home run because it was like it was a big, it was like a three run homer to take the lead. And they show the outfield, and you can see me just pushing Ryan because he's not going for because <laughs> he was wearing a powder blue Cardinals jersey, so he stuck out, you know, in the red. Yeah, yeah. The red. He's like, and, and you can see me just like go and boom, he's like falling on Sports Center <laughs> for a baseball tonight. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he, I used to watch baseball tonight religiously. I probably saw that and didn't yeah, even know it was you. You probably saw us, yeah. That, I was like, oh, that's man. another sore subject. The baseball tonight, the way I miss baseball tonight so much. Oh, yes, the oh, it. it just isn't the same. No, no, it's not. I remember it would. 
it would come on obviously at night, but then like it would replay in the mornings before school. Yeah. Before I would go to school and I would watch it religiously at like six thirty in the morning, ESPN. I'm watching baseball tonight. And it was it was because it was about the previous day's games and you know, I couldn't I couldn't watch every Astros game, so I would watch, you know, sure. see if the highlights and stuff and oh my gosh, I I, I miss that so much. I used to the, uh, I used to bartend and I'd get home late, you know, so I'd catch like the yeah. eleven o'clock sports center or the I mean, yeah. eleven o'clock baseball night, and I would just text Ryan or Travis what's happening in <laughs> baseball tonight because I knew they'd be watching it too. Like we just like oh, watched yeah. it religiously. That's awesome. Yeah, and you're texting each other. That's see, that's awesome. Yeah, it's watch that. We don't get to see that anymore. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a bummer. But um, what do you think? I mean, so what do you what what's going to happen? What's going to happen with? Major League Baseball. This, I mean, are we even going to play this year? Or I mean, what are we doing? I hope so. We're going to be like Japan and have the cutouts, or (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny. You know, if if to me, and I'm not. This has got nothing to do. I'm not going to get into the pandemic, any of that stuff. Sure, sure. But to me, if we could get baseball like to start the season on the Fourth of July, it's almost poetic. And I get that it's a smaller season. I'm okay if it's 80 games. Honestly, I might be sacrilegious to say it. I think the baseball season's a little too long. You know, they 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 keep wanting to change it and talk about these pace of play initiatives and this, that, and the other. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with baseball games. I think people just get a little bit fatigued, especially during the middle part of the season, because it's on every single night. And don't yeah. get me wrong, I love that, but I think the average fan can't handle it they, they can't right. handle 162 games it's much easier to get drunk and watch one game on a sunday like they do for the nfl and i'm not yes. suggesting that either but well no but i think yeah. the shorter season's gonna teach us a lot i think you're right and i think yeah like an 80 to 100 game season regular season obviously puts way more emphasis on the regular season like i mean at the first part of it because yeah you're in april and may if you go zero and twelve, your first games, you're like, ah, it's no, but you can still, it's fine. You know, you're you're not in really any that much danger. You can go fifteen and zero and completely blow it. So, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I think when you when you start playing these three and four game series, and then you're playing the same, like I like division play. Obviously, that's my favorite type of baseball. Uh, I like interleague play. I wish we didn't have the DH, but I do like I do like interleague play. But, I mean, I, I don't know how we – maybe do you shorten up the series? Do you make them two games? Uh, what I've heard is one option to limit travel. You know, you have, like, three 10-team divisions, basically. And, yeah. and it's and, You know, and then it's just – it's regional. So you got, like, all regional, the West yeah. Coast teams, all the Central teams. So we'd be playing the Astros or the Tigers, right. stuff like – the Cardinals would be, you know. So I think that would be an option. Um, yeah. Whether they'll do it. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know that the owners proposed the thing this week that was like they'll do a 50-50 split of revenue, and that's basically a salary cap, and there's no way that the Major League Baseball Players Association will ever agree to a salary cap because if no. they do it once, then they're cornered, but they're, they'll never allow that to happen. So they're pretty far apart right now. I think we are yeah. in danger of no season, but I'm hoping yeah. they, they, they fix that. Well, and if it doesn't start by – of course, I've heard them say, well, we could start in July, say, and go until November in the regular season. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, well, I mean. Yeah, and they say okay, that whenever they but, start, it's got to be three weeks, or at least three weeks before that for like a 
like a spring training type thing. Right. Yeah. 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 There's a lot. And then, I mean, gosh, and then you, these, these stadiums have been closed and who knows, I don't know what kind of personnel they have at these stadiums yeah. to keep them up. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you got to get prepared mess. for that. Um, then what are you going to do with your occupancy? Are you going to go every other row and, you know, two seats between whatever? I don't know. So it's going to look a lot different if it does anything at all this year. And then who knows about next year? Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, thing. I would like to say, though, before we move on, I'm not going to let you guys get away with it. I, I think mm. 162 games is perfect. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't okay. think I don't think we should mess with it. I love it. I just I'm old school though. Like you know, I, I also don't think we should have replay and stuff like that. But that's probably another podcast. All that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could talk <laughs> yeah, about the replay yeah. for hours. Yeah. Ugh. I just wanted to be the one outlier that likes the the 162. I mean, I I, I don't <laughs> dislike the 162. I think it's because I, I love baseball. But none so of us much. are like you know just casual fans. So I understand what right. you're both saying. Absolutely. Yeah. But I also think, you know, if you are a casual fan, maybe watch it in April and May and then pick it back up September and October, and then the rest right. of us can watch it through the summer. But I think I, that's, I think that's I what most people are saying, though. I, right. yeah, I, I understand what y'all are saying, though. Yeah. And, I, think, and, and yeah. I would say 154 would be my number. I and just think the math works like out with a little Babe bit. Ruth and all that back in the day, it was 154. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that was and the so order, yeah. it gives you some more gives you some more off days, which makes the players happy. Absolutely. Keeps them having a labor shortage. Makes some of the stats. I mentioned the stats guy. You know, makes some of the stats a little more applicable because eight games is a lot. I mean, yeah. I've watched Pujols hit four home runs a game. Eight games, you can do a lot of damage to stats. Well, counting how many stats. games come down? You know, how many how many seasons come down to the last game? You know, we've had playoff yeah. games. Mm-hmm. You know, and. There's, I, I remember, was it the Cubs and the Giants back with, in the Bonds era where they had to play like 163 to see who got in because they yeah. didn't have a wild card yet, an extra wild card? So, I mean, that eighth game is important, but I would be okay with 154. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, 154 is a good number. It's a good, like you said, it's a good round number as far as uh, stats go and as yeah. far as playing. The schedule would be uh, would be pretty tight. So uh, yeah, did you guys know when they went to 162? There may be more baseball history with 154 than 162. I'm not sure when that was. I think it was the expansion era, wasn't it? Like the 60s when when everybody started expanding and um, they were moving from the. Because I think part of it was um, they were moving from the East Coast and they were getting all these West Coast teams, and maybe like some. I guess they were playing during the day mostly, and I don't know, maybe the time difference. I don't know. They wanted more games for, yeah. but there were more teams to play. I don't know how that, what the whole logic was, but I think it was around that time. It was uh, 1961, according okay. to the Google machine. Yeah, there you go. If only we had a way to look. Hey, that was uh, yeah. the year before the Houston Colt 45s came on the 45s. scene. I see a lot yeah. of like that around town. Yeah. That's a cool that's logo. A, that's a cool throwback when <laughs> yeah, they do that. It old. is. The old stuff, but um, all right. So we're gonna close with this, and it's kind of a pop, not a pop quiz, but oh, I wasn't told there'd be math. All right, this <laughs> gonna get off the top of your head, and try not to take more than maybe five, ten seconds to answer. Wh- who do you think across all? And this is hard to do, but who do you think is the best baseball player of all time? Who Dan is you? Stan Musial, a Stan the man. Okay. Oh, that's a tough one. Five, four, 
great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess probably maybe say Ty Cobb, even though he played during the dead ball era. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. You know, he was it's hard to, it's hard to go across generations because Ty Cobb would, who, who knows what he would have done in the live ball era. Right. Um, Babe Ruth, who knows what he would do against Garrett Cole. Um, Absolutely. You know, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, um, gun to my head. And this is a, this is the reason I did this because this mine is always kind of a controversial pick, and I think it's Barry Bonds. No, and I know, no. I know everybody's like no steroids and this and that, but I, I can't I, get on board with this. No, I, I, I know, but I agree. I agree with ninety eight percent of what you say. I can I can get on, on board with a lot of stuff, but but no, no Barry Bonds. See, I, I know it's a I know it's a controversial pick, no. but I just feel like if you put Barry Bonds, roids or not. If you put him in the 1920s, he would be dominant. If you put him in the 1940s, he would be dominant. I feel like in the 60s, he would have been dominant. I feel like he would have transcended the time, maybe like sort of a Willie Mays type. I, obviously, people compare him to Willie Mays. But I don't know. I, I, that's my pick, man. I, yeah, Roids, which I have a whole other opinion on steroids, honestly. Too. You know, I think there should uh, be an asterisk. And the thing of it is, yeah. I, I think he probably would have still been a Hall of Fame player had he not done the roids, like back when he was a skinny yeah. guy with a 350 batting average, that was fine. There was, was nothing wrong with that. He was hitting 35 home runs a year, 35, 40 home runs a year. So he would have hit 500 at least. I mean, he would have yeah, been. But not 700 not and 763 or whatever. I about yeah. broke my TV when he, because I, I watched that game live. I was sitting in my kitchen. I just yeah. got done actually umpiring. I'm sitting there <laughs> eating my Hardy's hamburger and he Ooh. breaks it. And I just, I was. I was livid. I was yeah. so angry. Now, I don't want people to get confused. I don't like Barry Bonds. I don't like him. Okay? I just want to put that out there. But I still, gun to my head, best baseball player of all time, Barry Bonds. Like, that's so, something, something funny. Like, you know, we had gone over this list of things we were going to talk about, and we didn't necessarily get to the people we really hated. But oh. the number one on my list was Barry Bonds. I was going to go it? on a rant. Ah! Mine too. Oh, that's, awesome. that's funny. That's so <laughs> the awesome. hates were steroids, all around jerks, and people that just killed the Cardinals. Like those were my three categories. Of hate. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> well, I mean, Bagwell meets two of those. Ter- Although Jeff Bagwell was never implicated in the steroids thing. Look at the look at the guy in ninety nine two thousand. Jeez, look at just look mm-hmm. at him. He is a monster. His forearms are the biggest freaking things in the Big world. Guy. He had pop out I mean, arms. All of them guys. Yeah. Jobby. Thing is, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. Ugh. My but, argument would be the pitchers were on the steroids too. Everybody was taking them. Everybody yep. was, yeah. We don't know who was, who wasn't. You played during that era, you get an asterisk next to your game your name, and we move on. You if you're yeah, you to be in the, the Hall of Fame, you get in the Hall of Fame, let's just move yeah. on. Absolutely. I, I, I totally 100% agree. Um, player I hate, Julian Tavares. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> he, for some reason, hated Jeff Bagwell. And he. I remember it was a playoff. It was, I think it was the two, tw- uh, 2004 playoffs where y'all ended up winning. Um, oh, the Jim Edmonds uh, year. The Jim Edmonds mm-hmm. year, yes. And... I don't know what happened, and I don't think it was intentional, but Julian Tavares threw and right at Bagwell's head. And Bagwell ducked. It was probably intentional. It was probably intentional. I remember him. 
Yeah. And Jeff Bagwell <laughs> never says a word. I've seen that dude get hit by pitches, his hand getting broken. I've seen it. He never says a word. He doesn't, he doesn't jaw at anybody. And he it was, he was taking his base and I don't know who said what, but Tavares was kind of doing this to Bagwell and Bagwell's like, you could see what he was saying and it was bad, you know? Yeah. And so I don't know ever since then. I, and then I started watching Tavares just kind of watching him later on. And he just seemed like a hothead. And I was just like, what a turd. I just didn't like him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also don't like uh, Brian McCann. Can't stand that guy. Um, even though I liked him as an Astro, but then I went back to hating him when he went back to the Braves because I think he's a giant baby and he, he, he puts too much into like how you're supposed to act like, okay, it's the bottom of the eighth and my team's down by two. And I just hit a grand slam. Yeah. I flung my bat funny and now he's blocking me at the plate and jawing at me like, okay, shut up, dude. I just won the game for my team get out of my way you know like nobody cares but again i like them as an astro so you know it's nobody one of those is. things it's like it's it's the it's the old steve spurrier thing where he's he's a jerk but he's my jerk yeah so I love the old when he was with the astros he was my jerk now he's yeah now i can't stand him again so can i try but, to um, guess travis's i have i have two guesses they can't be barry bonds we can't count that one is it yeah. either <laughs> is it either niger morgan or Brandon Phillips, is it one of those? Oh, they're both. Yeah, they're both on the list. I know two you and so three. Well. <laughs> nice. Two and three. That's awesome. I know you pretty well. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You do. You do. Oh, I love it. Um, so, well, who who's like? I, I think one of my like. So going to like back to favorite players. One guy I failed to mention who I really really enjoy, who's who was on a team that I can't stand the Rangers. Uh, Adrian Beltre. Yeah, he was awesome. Adrian, like I, uh, there was a personal story from him. He, so there's a guy at my work that's, um, from Dallas Fort Worth originally. And now he's, he's, you know, with us. And he told a story about Adrian Beltre that, um, his, their kids went to the same school or something like that. And, um, they had, Something happened to the school. I can't remember what happened, but something got messed up in this like graduation ceremony or something got like messed up or something like that. And Adrian Beltre was like, Hey, come have it at my house and blah, blah, blah. And, or, or wherever he was staying. And then he like bought everybody food and all this stuff. And he got to meet him. And he said he was like super, super nice and all that stuff. So like, who do you think are like some of the good guys around baseball? Like good dudes, like maybe not best players, but like good like I like good guys in baseball, you know. I mean, Wainwright does a ton of great stuff um, with the mm-hmm. Cardinals and the Cardinals care. He's got a fantasy league where he runs that that promotes um, raises money for. I think it's like Wells in Africa or something like that. But oh yeah, um, he's doing lots of cool stuff. Steve Klein was a nice guy when I met him. I mean, I don't have an Adrian Beltre story, but he was yeah. also a great guy at the Cardinals winter warm-up. You can always just tell. Some of the guys mm-hmm. are just just legitimately good guys, and others just are not. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, I always liked Craig Biggio. He had the Sunshine Kids thing, and his uh, his dad and brother are actually air traffic controllers from Houston. And his oh. dad is like actually Terry Biggio is like, 
a higher up in the FAA and I see him all the time on these like training videos and crap that we have to do. And I'm like, ah, it's Craig Biggio's dad, you know, that's cool. Just, I think that's kind of cool. But Craig Biggio is like a really good dude as well. Like he was always like, if I had a humanitarian baseball player, that would be probably my guy. Yeah. Uh, my guy there. I guess I know Yachty I'm, does. Doesn't Yachty do a lot of stuff too for St. Louis and yeah. Yeah, he does. And, and, and Albert, does too, Albert Pujols. Yeah, he still he has, does. Yeah, he still has a foundation in St. Louis. It's for kids with Down syndrome, and I mean, he oh, it's huge what he does for them. Him and his wife Didi, and um, he's he's just always been a, a great guy. He loves the city of St. Louis. Um, there were some hard feelings, yeah. obviously, for a while, but he he never wavered with that. Like it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, he's, he still comes well, back and does stuff with his golf tournament and everything. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it too, you and I, Eric. That we, the the reception that he got. Yeah, that, he, shows you know, that, that's a, that shows a lot. That shows a lot. It shows a lot of like the, you know the people lo- still love him, and I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome when a, when a guy leaves a city, but doesn't really leave the city. You know, he leaves the team, right? And the city still like respects the guy. You know, it'd be interesting that's, to see if he had come back in 2013 instead of. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, when he yeah. came back. It was uh, a you know. more, maybe a little bit more intense. I don't know. It worked out he, well for both. It worked out well for both the, both both parties. Yeah, for sure. Well, and that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like everybody's career goes to die unless if you're on the West Coast, other than the Dodgers. Like mm-hmm. to me, if Pujol stays in St. Louis, I think number one, he probably performs a little bit better, and number two, he is likely a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Versus, I think he probably still squeaks in on the first ballot, but like. I think he would have gotten a hundred percent of votes yeah. on the first ballot if he, he stays here. Now nobody here. even talks about him. He okay. absolutely would have been. I still think he is. Eventually, he's going to have a stadium, yeah. a, a statue outside the stadium. Yeah, yeah, but he, he would have been. He was on his way to be the next Stan Musial. I'm telling you, like when 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 he retires, and then five years later, when the writers are looking at him, I don't see anybody not voting for. Him. How do you not vote for the guy? Like yeah. I, I still think he makes it unanim- almost unanimous. If if it's below ninety five percent, I'm going to be shocked. And it would be because of the baseball writers. They're just so yeah. Bad. I was about to say the baseball writers are nuts. Yeah. And yeah, some of it's the math. Some of it is people that are legitimately trying to do. Like I don't understand this concept where you have to limit your votes. Either somebody's a Hall of Famer or they're not. Like you yeah. shouldn't have to be sitting there saying, "Well, I'm not going to vote for Pujols because I know enough other people are going to." I'm going to vote for this guy down here and try and why? keep him on the ballot yeah. another year. Exactly. Yeah, why? Either they're Hall of Famers no. or they're not. Yeah, that's that's what that's what killed me about Bagwell was I think they did that to him, and plus there were some questions steroid wise, and he had a short career, so he didn't have the 500 home runs and and the you know all the all the you know those kind of benchmarks, but. I think that's what happened. Like people would take their vote and go, I'm going to vote for Bagwell because I want to keep him up there. And then, you know, maybe one year he'll get it. Like, yeah. why don't we just vote for him? Because he's obviously a hall of famer. Yeah. The way they do, it's just on. terrible. Yeah. I, I don't get it either, but, but um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. We'll have to see how this season pans out. I'm, I'm very interested to, uh, to, uh, to see what's going on. If, if I had to put money on it, I would say, I don't think they're going to play. You don't think honestly. so? I don't think so. It I just feelings. it's it hurt. It hurts to say it because I, I so I love baseball so much, but I don't see how they're going to do it, especially with all the different. And you know, Eric, you were talking about the NFL, like you know, you got states like California that aren't 
gonna they're gonna stay quarantined for another three months. Right. Can't How work can and make it a competitive. Yeah. Even yeah. I think I think if it was just the the pandemic issue, you could play in empty stadiums and you could limit the travel and you know you could only play people in your new division or whatever. But with the way that they're you know they're split the owners and the players, I think that's going to hurt it too. I hope I'm wrong though. I really hope I am. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I, I agree. But I don't know. I don't think 2021 is going to look the same either. It's just going to be right. I, who knows. Yeah. yeah. When's the next but, time we can all go to a baseball game together? You know, it's kind of a yeah, bummer. exactly. Like, well, yeah, when we can can we do, like my kids are bummed out. They love going to Minute Maid. They love going to see the Astros. Yeah, of course, um, we love it's it. a big fun time. And and Lydia even the other day was like, Daddy, are we going to go to the baseball game this year? I said, No, nah, babe, because I don't think they're going to play. That's terrible. And she's just kind of bummed out. Like you know, um, yeah. Of course, she goes because well, she likes to watch baseball and she'll go the whole game. Yeah, but she likes to get her popcorn and her can- cotton candy and her ice cream and her Absolutely. stuff. Elizabeth's the same way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they, um, they, uh, she loved too. I mean, she's just like her aunt. She loved the sweet when we were up there oh, um, yeah. last season. I mean, of course, I loved it too. I was like, this is the ballerest thing I've ever cool. done in my life. Um, but yeah, it was ballerest. I just made that up, by the way. Ballerist. It was the ballerest. T shirt that says ballerist. Ballerist across the front. <laughs> Travis did the sweet too. I, I think it's fun. Maybe we can get a chance to do that again sometime. That was good. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to. Oh gosh, I'd love to sit anywhere, but that suite is awesome. Yeah, but, anywhere um, would be great. Now you're right. Yeah, so, but we'll see. Well, this was really, really fun. I, uh, I mean, I knew it would be fun, but I just want to put it out there for everybody to know I that had I had a really good time. I did yeah. yeah. Well, I knew it would work out because I mean, I know you guys love baseball, and and uh, y'all two are like brothers, and we're, I guess we're all brothers now. So we're all brothers now. Yeah. Let's do like I, a let's do a virtual pandemic. Brothers got a hug right now. Brothers like, hug. There it is. Hi. <laughs> I got a little weird there, but that's it was, okay. It's a little weird, but <laughs> um, I wasn't going to say anything. My my breath was on your neck, but um, <laughs> Travis, we miss you. I, we were hoping you could come to the uh, crawfish boil because yeah. um, we we threw down, man. We had some good stuff. Yeah, I know. Awesome. I got to get down and see everybody. It's been killing me to to not see Isla and see everybody. It's mm-hmm. been it's been far too long. Yeah. Um, hey, Eric. We were uh, we had an idea that um, you know you and Elizabeth haven't had a date night right in a, in a while. That's correct. We well, have due not. to the shutdown and due to the baby. Yeah, it's obviously a double whammy for sure. We double whammy. We haven't done much. No. Okay. Well, we're we uh, when things start opening up, which I think there already are. Uh, for y'all, we might yeah. come down there and maybe uh, give you guys a little night out, dude. That See would you. be wonderful. Yeah, you guys of course, have free room and board if you want it. So come on. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, Rebecca's gonna take the baby. That's right. Keeper. So might as well take advantage and go uh, have a dinner or something. It's good that you guys will come down. It, it's funny because everybody was Eric and Rebecca and everybody was down when. Um, Elizabeth's parents were down too. Well, Elizabeth and Eric's parents were down. So we had a whole big group of people for a crawfish yeah. show. And there was a, it was it never got hostile, but there was arguments over who had got to hold the baby. And oh yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, a, a physical or, or verbal argument, no. but it, you could just see in people's faces. Tell. And like, it was starting to be like a cue forming when you thought yeah. someone was about to be done to put the baby down. And there'd be like three or four people that would kind like, of okay, start lining wait. up. 
like, hey, when, when did you hold the? Did you hold the baby last? Okay, it's my turn, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you guys yeah. come and it's just y'all, you can have you know Rebecca Listen, can have the baby the whole night. I only got to hold her for like two minutes, so <laughs> that's because uh, of uh, I feel like of I feel like I'm Grandpa Mark pretty much. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Papa Mark and Mama, yeah, Mama, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, you know, I was gonna, I, I let him. I knew my role at that point. Hey, listen. That's right. That's we right. hadn't got to hold her yet. Let's, you know, but when I'm there next time, it's all on, dude. That's right. That's my baby. That's awesome. Well, come She's on. She's so awesome. You guys but are anyway, welcome. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I, it'd be awesome if we could all get together one day. That'd be uh, really, really cool. Yeah, it'd be great. And I enjoyed this. I think if um, maybe we could do like a football one one time or something, something sports, uh, another sports related uh, podcast one I think day. See awesome, how it works. Man. Yeah, we yeah. can do like yeah. a hybrid down. NFL, SEC. You know, you can bring the LSU yeah. thing. I can bring some football stuff, and Travis can bring the no team thing. Which the no team thing? Oh well, no, he has a team. He has. He's got the That's Texans. Right. He's got the Texans. Come That's on, right. man. It's, it's a little fresh. Still. Sorry, sorry. We'll see. We'll see how Joe. We'll see how Joe Burrow's doing in Cincinnati, and uh, you know. I think he'd do great unless he was in Cincinnati. That's that's what's bad. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I mean. We'll see. We'll see. I was, was kind of hoping that Dalton would stay and like, I don't know, maybe, well, I don't know watching Dalton is any good, but anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what old, old Joe can do. Yeah. I'd love to but, do a football uh, one though. We should do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks guys. Uh, we'll just wrap it up and thanks everybody for listening and for uh, sticking with us and we will see you guys uh, later on. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks guys.